This is NRL Boom Rookies. This week's episode of NRL Boom Rookies. Alongside me, as always, he is the silence in my brain, Matt Bungard. Sup. And he is somewhat unsettled by the weather, Mitch Doyle. <laughs> it's not the weather, it's the alcohol, but you can hear I'm probably a bit raspy. I was going to say under the, the weather? podcast today. Not under the weather at all, just, uh, just a wild weekend yeah. and it's my throat. So the rest, I feel fine, but um, I'll probably be a bit quiet by the time the podcast finishes. Too much screaming at Storm fans? Uh, too much yelling at the game, too much yelling in the valley, just too much yelling in general, and, and this is the after effects, <laughs> and not enough sleep. Did Did you have a good weekend? Ah, uh, yes, Matt? Dale, I did. Thank I'm you for glad. Asking. I'm glad you enjoyed your time in Queensland, Mitch. As, as it always. was good. It's part of the, uh, but the did result, you, but Dale, more importantly, I did not enjoy my time in Queensland, namely because oh, I wasn't there. That's true. Anyway, shall we get straight into it? Yes. A, uh, a week of rugby league that made me want to step up the morphine. We go to <laughs> Leichhardt Oval, West Tigers twenty, North Queensland twelve. What a fun old game this was, yeah. apart from the fact that this was possibly one of the worst jersey clashes I've ever oh seen. Oh my God, wasn't it? Uh, I was struggling. Huge fan of Indigenous Round, so may I just say. What do the jerseys look like for a colourblind person? Like, these well, are like, yeah, it's, it's, like, it's difficult to describe. You can't explain it. We haven't got a graph here to, we to point out in the graph. What it look like. But, but is it like um, just browns and more browns? With well, see, the, the problem for me is, is uh, and far be from, for me to tell you know Indigenous people how to celebrate their heritage, but... Uh, the problem is when you've got two dark jerseys with light designs on them. For oh, me, the indigenous and the, and the dark you've yeah, got an yeah. issue with. Yeah, well, you know. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad we've covered that <laughs> yeah. off. Just took a quick turn. Yeah. And the the issue place. is the fact that like the, the Tigers jersey is black and the North Queensland jersey is navy and then you've got a design over the top of them and you can't tell them apart at speed. But hey. Yeah, it was bad. Uh, the the footy, though, it was, not was bad. rather good. Bad. Yeah, uh, Benji and Brooks again together looking really good. They've snapped that three-game losing streak here. Um, looked pretty good doing so. If, uh, there, if there was any game that they were going to break a losing streak in, <laughs> it was the longest losing streak in rugby league history. To we all know this one, yeah. It's Everyone's heard it enough now. Okay, yeah, I know. But, I mean, an unbelievable for... Well, well, might want to not turn myself down by yeah. punching the, punching it, the it, thing. It is kind of nice, though, to the player of his stature, whatever means, somehow is going to finish his career most likely with that record attached to him. But, but against a club that hasn't even been that good in that in the last, you know... 15 years, most of his career hasn't really been a strong club there, and that mm. 05 has haunted him, he reckons, and it's going to be a thing forever. He's never won, never beat them outside of North Queensland. It's, it's Show, shows us that everyone can have flaws, Dale, and that's okay. Everybody hurts, as REM once famously said. Didn't Tim Sheen not beat John Lane for like 15 years. <laughs> <laughs> there was like some crazy record like that, I think. Yeah. I was That was going to be my next question. Like, I can't think of another player slash club hoodoo that, that is this there, bad. Random ones. I know Farah had. No, sorry, Gallon had ever beat, beaten Farah for like 10 years. I think he finally got there recently. Mm-hmm. And um, then there's other things like Mark Gasney's record against the Tigers. There's quite a few that sit around the Tigers. 43 tries in nine games. Um, yeah, I'm just guessing. The the Broncos had never lost to the West Tigers in, in, down, here, in, uh, down here, I don't think. Mm. Yeah, or maybe they have. Well, no, never lost at the Suburban Grounds, sorry. Never lost at Campbelltown or Leichhardt. Yeah, that's, a, that's another good one. Uh, so, um, to, 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 to the, to the West itself. Tigers, they lost like back in whatever Balmain. There, no, they're not real. They're not real clubs. Talking about the current clubs, Balmain is not a real, uh, real place. Not on the team this week. But Mahe Fanua was bloody outstanding Why in this he, game. Mate, turned up late to training. It's oh, no. theory. But uh, that's fair enough. He was no dangerous problem. every time he got the ball, and I think there was a good quote post match from Ivan Cleary, which is one of my favourite quotes of the year. As he said. He's the kind of player that when he gets the ball, both coaches hold their breath. Yeah, I heard that as well. That was perfect for me. 
It was great. Um, and then man, it's one of the games, things things went his way and, and the things were happening around him and, and it, was, it was exciting to see and it was kind of like, we'll put him there and Marcel on the other side and all of a sudden the Tigers have options in attack. All of a sudden, they haven't really had him all season. And he's, he's the kind of player that he makes the ball look like a, you know, a pomegranate in his hand and mm. he can just do things, you know, get one arm loose and throw a basketball pass over the top and, and as you said, he, he's the kind of player that whenever he's got the ball, something is going to happen. Yeah. Whether that's a good thing or a bad thing remains to be seen, but he was quite good. Yeah. Uh, obviously, the, run- <laughs> the runaway try uh, by Luke Brooks was entertaining. He hasn't Michael Morgan lost some toe. He yeah. looks like a 90-year-old man with no legs. Yeah, I don't know what happened there, but he used to be one of, one of the faster guys going around, certainly for a half, and had got nowhere near him. Ben Hampton outran him, but I know he was for a fact two years ago the fastest guy at the Cowboys. He's certainly not anymore. That's Sorry to bring step. it back to a throwaway line that I brought up several minutes ago, but I had to Google it. Uh, between 1994 and 2010, John Lang beat Tim Sheens 16 times in a row. There you go. That's a good stat. Yeah. There you go. And, uh, and then... As for speaking of other cooked slow people on the Cowboys team, Antonio Winterstein. I mean, I know he scored that try by luck, but I don't know how he keeps playing first grade. How he's only thirty, but he looks thirty-five. He looks at yeah, like the try that he scored. You know, good on him. He's in the right place at the right time, and he found a smaller marker. But like, surely against any other tackling opponent, there he probably doesn't get through, and he probably doesn't get the ball any other well, way. What about the try he bombed? Yeah. Um, you know, just not, just not good enough anymore. I know, I know they've stuck with him for ages, but mate, has he been something re-signed? has to change. Did I read that he'd been re-signed? I don't know, mate. They they re-signed all these players like last year or the year before when they could have moved on from one of them. I don't. I think he's been named this week, but I don't think he's going to play. I think my mate Anari, I've spoken about a few times now, is going to get the spot this week. He scored a triple for uh, on the weekend in Q Cup, and he had a debut on the wing. Sorry, he had a, a shot on the wing there. I think they'll get him to see what he can do in first grade. Mm-hmm. Um, ben Hampton does look like he belongs at centre though. He was kind of dangerous in moments. But yeah, this this Cowboys team was just older and slow, and it's not changing anytime soon mm. with the way uh, we name the team. I don't know how Ethan Lowe again, twenty six minutes. Don't get it. Do not get it. Cohen Hess is particularly ineffective in this game for me. I thought, and um, yeah, I just don't get it. Did, I hope they're old we, and slow this coming week. Yeah, I hope they're old and slow forever. Well, that's one of the ones as well. They've got a pretty good record over you guys up there. Correct. So, you know, Where's this game being them, played? It's in Townsville. We beat them there in 2015, though. Did yeah, you? Did but, you not take but, um, a? Did they not take a? No, a we will play them. In, we will play them in North Queensland twice this year. Dale, yeah, but this but one is their home game. You haven't well, beat them in Cairns. Yet. We will play them in Cairns for some stupid reason as a South same game later. But we'll get yeah. there. And then yeah, the Tigers just um, Russell Packer coming back made mm-hmm. a bit of a difference. Didn't, didn't play adjust. huge minutes, but made a bit a big difference in the middle. I thought locking it up a little. And I don't really like Elijah Taylor playing minutes at hooker, but I guess with Jacob Little until until he gets fully fit, it's going to be a thing. Maybe even the rest of the year because Matt Eisenhower's kind of made that 13 jersey his own and there's other middles there like Alex Twall to get minutes into rather than Elijah playing in those roles. But I guess it's a good thing for this club that a player they were so reliant on just two seasons ago in, in Elijah Taylor is no one near the top of the pecking order anymore. Well, I mean, you made the point about Packer coming back and you know solidifying that middle a little bit. And, mm. and even though he didn't play that many minutes or possibly even as many minutes as we would have anticipated, but he is coming back. Uh, that was a point that, as you said, kind of mm. set them up. Um, Tom Lawler, only 172 metres. So good to see that he was shut down. <laughs> uh, outrun by Mahe Fanua. Didn't see that one yeah. coming. Well, Fanua had yeah, a couple of breaks, but... Um, <laughs> Look, I don't write the stats, mate. I just yeah, um, and just just with Thurston, just concerns. Just I don't know. I don't know if he can be fixed this year. If you get me, 
Yeah. And I don't think that's a negative if you get me as well. But no, I just, I just think he can't. That this is it for it's, Thurston. Mate, it's last season, Peyton Manning. It's, 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 it's it is. It is. And it's not one of those cases when other players have got older and had to change their game. They've generally, it's been a prog- progression thing. Like Billy Slater adapting to out, without speed kind of thing or adding kicking to his game kind of thing. It was a progression that they knew they had to make. But Thurston has never in his entire career had a point where him having less ball was the answer to the question. Yeah. There was never a time in his whole career that someone else having the ball is the answer here. And it, it's happened so quickly for him in terms of he went away, got injured, come back, and, has, and you know, it's just not there. Yeah. It's just it's not going to change to me. I just don't no. see how he can. And But, you know, I mean, it, their season's gone if they lose a couple more games. It is. So, you know, fuck it, just leave him there. It like, is. Oh, no, no I'm not saying get dropped or anything. I'm saying no, he just can't like, change how he's playing foot rugby league. That's just, it's just not going to happen. Can, right? you, yeah. can you imagine Thurston playing Q-Cup for a week? Yeah, that, that, yeah. <laughs> I really, really, really but, uh, hope that doesn't It just doesn't know how to take that back. So, and I don't even think it's on purpose. It might even be some conscious at this point. But it's even, there's been points in this season that we've all seen it throughout his whole career that the Cowboys will be out of a game or they'll be down by two scores or whatever. And Thurston decides we're winning this football game. Mm. And he's tried that a couple of times this year and it just hasn't happened for him. I mean, it happened in the Broncos game was a similar thing too. And he did everything in his powers, his current powers to win that football game. And he didn't. And he kind of didn't know what to do after the game. Looked a bit distraught, but it's just like, that's just what it is now. And it's unfortunate for him that he's, that this is happening, but they don't think there was any way of anybody seeing it coming, let alone himself. You know, I don't think he went to the off season thinking a shoulder injury was going to have this impact on him, but mm. He's certainly afraid. He's, he's holding off in contact in defence and then in attack. He's going to the things that have worked for him for a decade and they're not working. You know, and I know at a, at a certain point in time, he, he did peel back his running game and become more of a playmaker and all that kind of stuff. But the short ball to Gavin Cooper has never not worked for him. Mm. You know, that, and the way he plays, he's handling the ball both with the rock, touching the ball a lot, going to the line. has never not worked for him. But he's at a certain pace slower than what he was and it's... It's it's hurt him and it's hurt the Cowboys and people aren't afraid of him anymore and he's getting whacked every week and things aren't happening around him and, and his tapering off has coincided with others tapering off. I don't I think he could still be a good halfback in the NRL. He still is a good halfback. It's just he's not Thurston anymore and it's and it's showing. Yeah, yeah. and when you're a team that's built to have Thurston, not yes. an okay halfback, yeah. that means everything's gonna fall apart. Exactly. That's, that's what's happening. And I just don't think there's a way back for him from here. No, nope. and they're I mean they're they're in huge trouble. I mean they've got to arrest yeah. this slide very, very quickly. And uh, yeah, home game against Souths probably not the best way to be doing it. We're but gonna fuck him up. Yeah, and then you can just, we, as we've seen, we've seen Michael Morgan struggle as well. He hasn't been able to go back to what he was either. And that point that you were making about the fact that Thurston slowed down, and you were mentioning earlier about the fact that Morgan is so slow off the mark. I mean, if if you're in that situation, you're already two you're already two meters closer to the defense, so you've got two meters less time to work with. Yeah. And that ball outside or that kick is now being covered two meters more. And if teams know that they're going to be able to do that, they'll just jam you up and, and well, close you down. And, and that's exactly what people exactly are doing. Exactly what's happening to the Cowboys. They're, 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 so, they're slow across all ball movement and player movement that mm. they're getting jammed early and often. And there can be moments you'll see a nice play come off and there's something nice and you think, oh, that Maybe was it's coming good. back. But those moments have been few and far between. But their attack in general, in general has been really ineffective this entire season. And, and, and defence has not been great. They're not built around a, a string of players who have... You know, incredible speed. I mean, the point that you were making about Winnerstein, who is as slow as a week in prison. Yeah. I mean, and even their strike forwards like Tomalolo and Scott for, well, I mean, for want of a word. Yeah. We, like they're not built for speed; they're built for power. Yeah, and that that backline going over the hill has been coming for a long time. Yeah. They've, they've all looked, looked like they needed juice for years, and it's got there, and it's all kind of coincided at the same time. And yeah, I just, I mean, 
We know it's a huge mountain to climb for that Cowboys team, and it's too much, a lot of talent in that roster. They could probably still turn it around somehow, but I'm just saying I don't think you can come through Jonathan Thurston's hands anymore. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'd agree with that, and that, that we will obviously look yeah. to see this week against Souths at home. Moving mm-hmm. on, we have Newcastle versus Penrith. Newcastle 18, Penrith 29 mm-hmm. at Hunter Stadium. Um, boys, how would you rate the intelligence of a field goal? Loved where would you put? Where would you put it's one great, point for great. field goal? Yeah, it's a good option, and obviously it boggled everyone's mind on the commentary. I don't know why it boggled anyone's mind. I know it's twenty minutes left, but it was you're up gr- six, now you're up you're seven. Up, so you're up seven, and yeah. not, they they had all the time in the world to kick it from ten meters out in front. Why I not? did I did enjoy him kicking a field goal from ten meters out. That yeah. was like it the Knights nice players thing. just watching it going, "Hang on," because it like oh. can't happen unless the other team is just not expecting. But it But the weird thing is, you can get praise from going from six to eight points up. But six to seven, which is essentially the same thing, yeah. you can't get. Braced it was weird, or... and then like it was it, the strangest thing about all of this was he kicked the field goal, and Michael Ennis flipped out like it was the worst thing in the world. And then a couple of minutes later, when he kicked a penalty goal to go from seven to nine, which I thought was oh, a bit genius. strange, he thought it was a genius. Move. <laughs> uh, I don't get it. Doesn't yeah. matter. Anyway, back to, to the game. game. Penrith really good. Tyron Peachy uh, was fantastic. great. I wonder. I, it'd be interesting to see. Uh, they named Maloney back there this week. No, I know, but yeah, I, I was yeah. gonna. I was gonna ask you where have they named Peachy. Just on the bench? In the centres. In the centres, okay. well, That's what I was going to put to you you guys. It's been, for his whole career, it's always been like, we really know where Peachy belongs. Mm. Is 5'8 his best spot? He's looked great, but they just, they don't have room for him there. So they I don't, they don't, but he's the not going to be Coast there Titans next year. Titans do. Mm-hmm. Mm. And I know the Titans are likely signing him as a centre, but... If, if, you, if they saw him for the last few weeks, they if, might be rethinking that. You're putting it, your cap on, you're at the Titans now, you've given up on Kane Elgy pretty much. I know Brimson is a, is a project player, I don't know if he's ready yet, but... You look at Maloney and Ash's similarities in terms of ball handling, and comparing them, pairing them with just it's a you know cliche but traditional type of five eight ball yeah. runner guy, and things just happen. I like the idea of that combination. So I completely agree because he was really good in this game, and he has been since they put that six on his back. That yeah. first try that he scored was was I think exactly emblematic of the point that you were making is the fact that he got the ball, he cut inside, and he did something, and he caught the Knights napping. No, that's it. They just he he's an on ball player. He, he supports to the middle a lot, pushes up and. And he has been, he's not a big playmaker, but he has been direct at six, which makes a big difference. When he's a second receiver, he's played direct. He's just been a, a pretty good player there. And I think that is his best spot because at center, he's a bit defensively weak. He's not really built to play in the forwards and he's not a hooker. I think six might actually be his spot. I don't mm. know if he'll be there any longer at the Titans, but when he gets there, but I think he belongs there. Well, hopefully he won't avoid contact in the defensive <laughs> line. And as for another another half in this game, it was good to see for me. I'm one of the last people on the island, but Brock Lamb had a really good game to yeah, m- for mine. Lamb Island. Well, he he falls into a similar bucket for Kane Elgie for me. Kane Elgie is that he needs his hands on the ball to be a good footballer. Yeah. And when Hodkinson got out of the way last year, and they made it Lamb's team for a few weeks, Lamb had a really good back end to the last season. It was a great try put on for Ponga as well. It was, and then he came, he came he in this him. year, lost his spot. Had his confidence dimmed a little bit, and when he did play first grade, he was a second fiddle, and he just wasn't doing it. wasn't doing it for him. He's come back in this week. He's the first. He's the first receiver. He's playing both sides of the rock. He is the guy, and it showed. I mean, he put that ponga try on with a nice subtle hand movement, which then sold, it sold his step as well. It wasn't a brilliant step, but the hand movement helped. And then also had a try disallowed that he'd set up for Jacob Saifidi, which was on the back of a break. He'd sent the defence one way with a nice subtle hand movement again to the left. They thought they were going wide. He fed Sofidi back on the inside. and, and Sorry, Daniel Sofidi. And he crashed over. But unfortunately, Watson tackled the, uh, the guy playing the ball. Uh-huh. Sorry, the marker. 
to Jeez, take that off. He had a bit of a shock. That was that was close to drop it like it's hunt yeah, this it week. To be really but honest, yeah, I thought Lamb had a really nice game. Yeah. I don't know if he'll beat the Knights next year, but I still think that guy's a first grade footballer future. He goes to the line. He's a decent kicking game. That's half the battle as a half. So I he'll go to the Titans as well to yeah. make of Penrith. Like, they have forwards I like. I think Maloney's playing great. I think Peachy's playing great. They get Cleary back this week, who obviously we all think is very good, but I, I, I don't know if they're good. I don't know if I saw them in the finals and my team was playing them, I would be worried. I, I think that, to to me, is is the, the thing about the Panthers, is that you don't necessarily... Like, I think they're a good enough team. Mm. I definitely think they're good enough to probably make the top six. Uh, but I think on the day you... They don't know, and you don't know as a fan or as a the person who works in the media like the two of you do. Mm-hmm. You don't know what you're going to get. You definitely don't know what you're going to get with Penrith. Uh, I think they're good this year. I, just, I think they are. They know they've got this week. They've got back. Uh, is it, oh, why have I lost? Isaiah has gone second row. Oh, Pe- that's it. Uh, Cleary's come back. Maloney six. Peachy, Peachy to Sanders. Yeah. Isaiah Yeo back row. Billy kick out to the bench. I think Billy kick out getting benched is is harsh, but it shows you just how well that team's going. Mm-hmm. Where a player in that kind of form. Doesn't crack the starting 13, but they've figured out the recipe for me with, with Trent Merrin and Rick and Kemble Gillard up front and James Fisher-Harris at lock. So Fisher-Harris the guy kind of laying the platform in defense. The other two guys He's laying it with the ball, yeah, with the ball uh, in hand. And yeah, they, they were light on troops on the bench here, but a full strength, strength side, that the bench isn't too bad either. And I know they're hard to get a read on, but... It just, they just play a lot of shit teams. I just need to see them play. Apart from South, basically their whole draw has been rubbish teams. That, it has them. been, but the, mm. half the battle is turning up every Yeah, no, I, I, that, I know. I, just, I, I didn't say mm. they were shit. I, I mean, just said I don't know what to make of them. And just with how, going through their injuries and finding ways to keep winning is an impressive effort. And it's a young team that probably loses most of these games in previous years in the same situations. Uh, yeah. I am a big fan of Yo playing in the centres for no reason other than he's very tall. <laughs> he's not very good there, though, is he? No, I know, but yeah, and, it's and fun to watch. A bit of a gripe with the Knights is that when they brought in Josh King, I mean, I didn't know why he, he got brought in anyway, but it certainly showed that he's not really a first-grade footballer to mine. Like, the early tries Penrith scored, I think the first one was right through King, and the second one, again, was right through the middle, right through the ruck. Which they is both at, were, you're right. Uh, Herman Essiesi was the other tackler in both of them, but I think the second one was Griffin and Herman Essiesi, but they were just getting panned up the middle so easily. Yeah. And I don't think he's a big first grade first grade footballer. I think my issue is that um, I think Brownie doesn't know his side isn't that bad. If you get me, it's, mm. you don't have to keep changing every week, mate. It's no longer 2016, 2017. They're, they're better than what they were. You can pick guys you like and leave them there. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. As as we've said, numbers aren't everything, but five runs for forty nine meters from Josh King. Not great. Like His defense was was, was poor yeah. for mine. No line speed from him. No impact. And yep. But yeah, it's just a team. Again, there's not many changes, but there's still changes this week. There's still changes every week. And when yeah. there's not injury forcing them at, at some... I said this last year, back in the last year when they were a bad team. They should know their best 17. At this point, he should know their best 17. I agree yeah. with that. Uh, another good game from Ponga. He, oh is, he, oh. is, the, he is the second coming of Christ. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, I don't know who got Dalian point though. That was Brock Lamb <laughs> set up and it was all Ponga wraps. <laughs> he got a Dalian point in this game. I like Brock Billig. I mean, he was solid. Yeah, he was good. He was yeah. at least in the top 15 players in the field, so yeah. let's give him a point. Yeah. Uh, big shout-out to Mitch Barnett for the pass into Ken Sia for Nathan Ross's try. That was, that was a nice little try, actually. Rid- ridiculous. Uh, Barnett, man. back on the edge, is a, is a better footballer. Yeah, That's agreed. A, that, that is a good change. I'll I like him there, uh, We'll move on sure to... I'm sure he'll be delighted to hear that. <laughs> he will. Big fan. Uh, we move on to Friday night. Oh. Canterbury-Bankstown 20, Parramatta 12 in a game that should never have existed. This was shit. <laughs> um, somebody, some brain genius out there on the interweb saying that this was the best game of the weekend. Uh, it started well. It was a fun game. And but then it finished excitingly, but not from any want of the game trying to be terrible. Like, yeah. <laughs> they didn't want to finish it well, that's a damn sure. It, yeah, I think you're exactly, I think 
like that's exactly right. This was an okay game to watch, but you watch it and you're like, what? Isn't the ball meant to be in their hands? Like, isn't that the whole <laughs> whole gist of the sport? Yeah. Uh, I mean, for me, the there were two two great moments from Parramatta uh, backs. Uh, Bevan French's try in the left corner, I really thought was great. Nice finish. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then at the other end. Oh. <laughs> In the crib, ma. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. Seamless once. Seamless. Seamless that was good. Good work, everyone. Uh, and, uh, so, the king. We're on the last play. The kick across the ground, looking for Hopawati. There he is. Got it to Jackson. He puts a kick on it. And Gather. Oh, Gather's oh. had an air swing. Gather's has had an air swing. I think Elliot has scored. Unbelievable! It's great. No, Unbelievable no other sport. Exactly. No other sport just sh- showcases the commentator's shock and disdain for player screw ups than rugby. Oh, I, I, I thought you were going to go with no other sport gives us these just impeccable moments of athleticism, and th- none right. of this play was that. Why did he try to kick it into Rose's head? It was at, at hip height. Like you can't just physically do that. You have no knees. <laughs> Tap it with your the hand or pick guy. it up or something and try to launch it. Like, there, there was no good part to this play, right? And then the so, Bulldogs missed it and hit Mumbai and then hit Gutho again. <laughs> <laughs> that was my favourite part of this. So, so we have... We have yeah. What he, was Mbai doing? Mbai kicks it into the centre. He's just chill, he's chilling. If Gutherson's not there, the Mbai kick goes into the seats. That, that, yeah. I I also what's happening? Enjoy. That whole thing was just the biggest clusterfuck. I loved it. Yeah, oh. it's terrible. Uh, uh, but it was a fitting winner for this football it game. It was, and I think that that was the point that I was about to make was that the, if there was one try that deserved to win a game like yeah. this, it was this <laughs> you one. You didn't need to watch this game to I, show people this try and be like, it was eighty minutes of this. I think I David Clemmer was good though. Shout out to him. I think the big problem though is this is the Parramatta missing like fifteen players or whatever. Yeah, this is a full strength Bulldog side. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's it. Yeah, but they're, they're but, just not very good. They're not. And I mean, Bulldogs are the team we've said it before. They're, they're going to put in every week. They're going to put in, and they have put in the last couple of weeks. And, uh, yeah, I guess if you can't put points on, <laughs> they'll find a way let to the, score Let some. the other team give you some points. Try some, oh, Matt Foley was goddamn awful <laughs> as well. When he threw <laughs> that ball back over his head towards Paris try line. <laughs> oh, Lord, what a knock on that was. He did make that nice line break. He did, and then the rest of it was just god-awful. Um, uh, what do we want? Do we I, want to talk about the video ref decision with the Parramatta almost try? Uh, yeah. Meh. Uh, I thought Reese Martin's doing okay as well in first grade, and, and Fatala Mariner is still good. But yeah, Fatala, I like. I still like. I still like Fatala Mariner. Yeah, and Will Hobart—he's actually having a few good weeks at centre. It was another mm-hmm. pretty good game here when they got him one on one. He's a smart. He's a smart player. He's not fully athletic, but he, he's a smart player, and things are kind of happening around him now. But I agree. Yeah, that team's just got not much to write home about. And Parramatta, I mean, yeah, I mean, you, you put four pack. You had Bo Scott play what twenty minutes and go off injured, and then you've got you know you're relying on Penny Terrapo still. And then uh, David Gower, Vave, Matangi, and then Kenny Edwards, who's now been stood down. It's just not... It's not exactly not a murderer's row, is it? Well, I mean, it is, yeah, and that's the problem. No, no sorry. <coughs> yeah, and then, uh, yeah, nah, it's just not great. Not not good. Anyway, speaking of... Although, Brad Takarangi, still decent. Still, still a good. better player than he gets credit for. Do you still like him? I still like him. Right. Do we want to talk about other teams that are not a murderer's row? Before we get to that, though, did you know there were two Jennings on the field at the same time? They didn't really mention it in the commentary. I wasn't aware. Two brothers. Um, yeah. Did, that, did that happen at any other? Exactly. And a third one plays for another NRL team. She. Yeah, crazy. 
Uh, it was two was brothers it, on both sides. Did, though. did it? Was it like backyard footy? <laughs> it was. It was just like. Were they following the each Jennings other? Jenningses and the Morrises just having a family barbecue. Were they? Were they playing like they were in their Northern Beaches backyard? Is that you where they say? From? No, but another set of Mal- brothers yeah. is from another team. Interesting. Mm. Those brothers. Is one of them? Could one of them be compared to a large <laughs> Cronk? <laughs> Some words. Okay, okay. Uh, New Zealand zero. Oh, Mitch. Eastern suburbs thirty-two. Really bad few hours for you. Yeah, it was. Uh, if to to be a forward in the NRL is not the most coveted position to be the back row outside Cooper Cronk. Boys, he made Ryan Madison look, look yeah. good this I, year. I was just thinking, man, Madison's having a really good season. And yeah. then I kind of thought about it a little longer and realised why. No, he makes good back rowers great. <laughs> He's now made an average back rower good in Ryan Madison. Like mm. Madison's a good middle, not a big back, great back rower. I think yeah. he kind of did that with Kafusi last year, who's kicked on quite oh, yeah. well this year. But he but made a good back was... rower great last year. He's, yeah. done that, he's done that forever. His entire career, the back, the back row outside Kronk's looked like a world beater. Correct. Put Madison through a, a hole in this game that was quite nice. Most of this game was an absolute bludger. From what I saw, yeah, there's there's not really much to write home about. This was, I think, we were talking about this earlier, and we were kind of thinking, oh, you know, maybe maybe New Zealand's middle will kind of match up to Easts, but they weren't all there, mate. No, they they kind of got run over. They made too many errors, and that if you make errors against this team and they start putting points on and you don't arrest it, it's going to be a cricket. Well, they had to rely through injury and have to rely on, on, on Mannering and Blair being their middle for the majority of this game. And, and in, in the modern NRL, those guys just haven't got the physicality to, to be that for that, that long. You're half your middle. But, um, you know, the Warriors have got a situation now, that, and it's something Wayne Bennett talks about often, is that when you rely on the young fellas filling in for a couple of weeks, you know, you can get up for a couple of games, but they just can't do it back to back to back. Yeah. And whilst they got through a few weeks without, you know, Sean Johnson, they were good a couple of weeks without him. They are good without Isaac Luke at one point, whatever. But it kind of all came together in this game that they didn't have Johnson, they didn't have Luke, and they had a couple more injuries in the pack. And they had, you know, Carl Lawton at hooker, and they had Tavanga playing hooker off the bench rather than playing in the middle like he was. And it just it caught up with them. Yeah, and then some good players had bad games as well. Fusatua wasn't wasn't particularly good in this game, and a few errors from him. Yeah, you know, I thought outside of two of us as check, not many of the Warriors players really really can hold their heads up that high after it. No, uh, Latrell Mitchell and Blake Ferguson were both really good for me for the Roosters. I think if you're a Roosters fan, I think it's nice to see Latrell getting involved in different ways in this game. I'm not I'm not going to back it to last forever, but he he turned up his defense a bit. And also set up a try at a dummy half kind of thing, which not just him, not just him standing on the left edge waiting for the ball. Eh? He just got involved and things happened. Because I know we spoke about that last week, saying we're getting sick of Latrell not getting involved. Yeah, and I mean everybody said it's like it, the, it's one of the biggest cliches watching the coverage at the moment. Eh? Yeah. Oh, he needs to get Latrell the ball, ball. more. He needs yeah. to, but as you say, it's about get him the ball. He, for once, he went to the ball. Yeah. And sometimes you've got to bring them out to Muhammad, you know. Yeah. And he did it this week, and as you see, the results are there for us all to see. Um, the Warriors, as you said, yeah. you know, they're... they're yeah. yeah. It's I mean, just not, it's not great. It's not. Really not great. You know, no Johnson again this week, but they play the Eels. They get Luke back. They've got, like... You just have to bounce back and win this game yeah. if you're a legit team. You do. I mean, it's they were doing well with the injuries, but, you know, they catch up with anybody after a while. You can't keep winning football games. But again, in the for the... For the Roosters, though, they've really found a home for Hargreaves off the bench there. He's getting much more out of him in, in less minutes they are now. And then Napa had one of those games where he returned his day up and put some big hits on, which, which you know, when he does that, there's a lot of... Most packs will wilt. Yep. Doesn't do it often enough, fair. obviously. Any uh, big hits from, from your boy? This no, Radley suspended. He, he got suspended after the, the podcast. So that's the, that's yeah. the worst part of the worst part yeah. of the story. But yeah, um, flattering scoreline for a game that probably deserved about 14 points. Yeah. <laughs> The uh, the Roosters this year, good record when it rains. Yeah. Who could have seen that coming? Structured team wins football in yeah. rain. 
we move on to Lang Park, the first game of the doubleheader, Melbourne 28, Gold Coast 14. Mitchell. Jeez, this is a proper bludger. How was this game yeah. to attend? This was terrible live. At least on TV, you can look away and, you know... You can look away. You can go to the fridge. It was a proper bludger live, uh, you know... What time was this? This was a 5.30 kickoff. You could, have been, you could have been cooking dinner yeah. at this point. Times were up, but you just never... You never thought... Com- com- yeah, you never was, felt confident yeah. in them. And there a couple of errors and, and, and the Storm get on top quite easily in the end. And I wasn't particularly impressed with the Storm's performance. And it's funny, last week I got asked by a Broncos fan if I'd take Riley Jacks as our halfback. And I said, no. Riley Jacks is average at best... Like he's, he just, we look, it's people looking at his results on his performance, and I said his job could be done by an average back rower at the Storm currently. And what a surprise! At halftime, Joe Simpson, average back rower, steps up, does his job, and plays okay. Like that's just how stripped down that halfback is role currently role is currently at the Storm. They've mm-hmm. really taken responsibility away from the position, and it's all coming through Cam and Billy. And they've lost Cam from this after this game too. So it's going to be very interesting to see how they go next week. I'm really curious. That, it's manly it? who hate them. Yeah, with it a is. burning passion. So. It is, but uh, but yeah, the, the Storm. This they weren't were not fantastic at all in this game. I thought Curtis Scott. You had it one one week, one game. You had Latrell Mitchell put his claim together for an Origin jersey. I think Scott did the the exact opposite in this game and barely got involved in, in, in the fixture. Yeah, then, but Adokar is just one of those blokes. He's just a game breaker. You yeah. know, you want them in your team. That man, he's so good. Yeah, he's, to watch. he is. Um, what did we think of Alex Brimson on debut? A couple of nervous touches, and I don't really... Yeah. I mean, I, that's the first of I, I think it's too soon for him. I agree. But uh, once they dropped Kane El- Elgi, that was probably the way they had to go. And, and he's, a, he's a talented little player, but I just I can't get a read on him just yet as a first-grade footballer after one game. You had We got the full bag of Branko Lee tricks as well. We got the terrible defense mixed in with some scintillating attack and, and attacking potential as well. Yeah. And then we got the seemingly Bryce Cartwright error of the week. <laughs> A, another great. another uh, incident that was close to drop it like it's hunt this week, and if yeah. a, another rich vein of drop it like it hunt uh, this Big week, contenders. you know, a, a, uh, a we had to go with the one that cost the game, pulling oh, out of, of it, pulling out of a tackle, and and not just pulling out of a tackle, but like a like a gate, like he just yeah. he he opened the door. Well. See, to let him throw. It'd be offensive to turnstiles to call him a turnstile because at least you have to engage the turnstile and push it. I mean, that is, uh, <laughs> yeah. he, it's be, like a doorway without a door on it. Yeah. Oh, oh wow! Well, that was that was off mic. <laughs> oh, that was off mic. Yeah, uh, but, uh, you're right. I mean, like he, he is he is like a he's an arch. He is he is and uh, yeah, not not great. And it's 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 just funny the way he's been handled by his coach. It's it's bizarre. And <laughs> asking him not to be criticised and it's a player welfare issue. It's like, mate, no one's making you play him if he's in bad form and he's low on confidence. You don't have to play him. And he's been named in the 18 this week, but I feel like that's almost like. An attempted smoke screen that he's going to play, but he's in the A team mm. to take pressure off him. But yeah, he's been terrible. I mean, if guys like Jack Bird and Matt Moreland didn't exist, he'd be runaway candidate for for the worst signing of the season. Oh, good call. Uh, big shout out to Ryan Hoffman, as I tweeted through the week. Uh, pointed where Munster should score. Munster dives over, doesn't put the ball down, <laughs> runs, a point, runs the ball around. Good try. He's the yeah. he, group assignment award of the week. Uh, we move on to the second game. Press the button. Yeah, I'm going to. I'm getting you. it out. Manly Warringah, 38. Brisbane, 24. <laughs> Hello, darkness, my old... Oop, they stopped it. Ah, oh, that's nice. I've come to talk with you again. Sometimes I don't much care for this song, but today... <laughs> of all days. It's my favourite song. Uh, uh, yeah, what do, we, what do we have to say? Going back to those two brothers from the Northern Beaches yeah. before, uh, Jake was... I mean, they were both really good, but Jake especially was great in this game. Um, 
played like a 110 kilo version of Andrew Johns. That's, that's exactly. great. Oh, fuck, I've seen Cooper Cronk before. You did yeah. Andrew Johns. Oh, well, I mean, I've let myself down. I played again once a 10 cent of silence off the volume. That's okay. <laughs> you prefer Santa Science guys? Yes, I do, you? obviously. Um, oh. What happened, Mitchy? Why don't you just tell us? Oh, what mate. Uh, it's, it's just simple. They weren't good enough. I mean, it was. I, I, I said on the night, and it's, it's an admission point for me now. I think it's the first time in my entire life as a Broncos fan that I don't know what the plan is. It's. Mate, I just like how do you get like two weeks ago you outplay Souths in Sydney by a mile, and then the last two weeks you played shit teams at Suncorp and you struggled and to a lucky win last week. And, and we've also beaten the Warriors in New Zealand. We beat the Tigers at Campbelltown. Explain it to me. They're they're Jekyll and Hyde. Like I don't understand w- what gets them up though. And and I think I had I said last week they didn't like the benching of Jack Bird from or move, removing him from halfback yep. because well, it felt like from the team. This it week. was no well, he's injured. Wow. It was like no, it was nobody's position. It felt like. Well, also, there's no coincidence, mate. You had chicken, hot and spicy nuggets released yesterday. That's a fair point. Mick delivery released in Brisbane last week. Oh, hang on. I mean, he's hang not on. Made this stone. is a game changer. I wasn't aware of that. Hot and spicy nuggets released yesterday. And, like, and, and the McDelivery. delivery released in Brisbane last week. What, what do you expect a young man to do? That's, he's not made of stone. But, um, he might at this point be made of... He could be 90% pressed chicken. Yes. And, and the, the Manly didn't play brilliant football. They played smart football, though. They targeted Nicarima all day, and it, and it paid dividends. I think they crossed our line pretty much every time they got in our 20. Yep. And the middle was soft. They, they beat our middle, and, and nobody but Pango really tried to turn up in that regard. That They beat our middle, and then they ran it. That Nicarima. is the one positive. He was once again quite good. He was quite good. And then on the other side, you've got Jack Bird, who seemingly doesn't give a fuck about playing rugby league for the Brisbane Broncos. He- I couldn't care less if he's in the side next week or not. Yeah. He he genuinely just looks disinterested. Mate, there's there's there was a time for patience and there's a time as well you can look at see if a player's committed and it's just like there's always there's bad signings every year and there's guys that come to your team who don't perform to a level they're expected yeah. to, but you think it'll get there. And the f- perfect example is we signed a loose unit in James Roberts, but there was always a case of he's gonna get there. He put in for us. He wasn't great, yeah. especially be put in. Jack Bird does not look like he wants to be at the Broncos at all. He has no commitment in defense. He doesn't want to get his hands on the ball. And even when he got moved infield, they're doing everything to accommodate the guy. He didn't touch the bloody ball. Mm. They played him at half, didn't touch the ball. And whilst they prefer him at half to Nick Raymer because his defense is okay at half, not involved, not interested in being well, involved he, at all. He, I put this in the rundown for news later, but it's relevant now. He trained with the reserves today. I yeah, oh, he, so. played, he trained with the rehab group. So yeah. it was him and Nick and Kahu trained with the rehab group. And then after that, but I've got a car who went and trained with the first, first though, and, and, he, yeah, did and not. he didn't train with anybody after that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's one of those things, like one of those pl- players that when the signing happened, we all questioned it, but I was always in the basket of, I d- don't like the player, don't know where he's going to go, but I'll back Wayne Bennett in. And Which is a, 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 a yeah. mindset that served you well over the years, it, so over there was no reason years. to... But it's it. become so evident that they didn't know what they're going to do with him, and they still don't know. It just wasn't. It just so hasn't what you're saying out. is Wayne's lost his aura. <laughs> yeah. So and it, it is interesting to me that I know that Bird was not necessarily a popular signing, but a quizzical signing to say the least. Yeah, quizzical is a great word. But for like it. he is the le- he is not the most hated player at the Broncos this year, and considering that there is a cast to choose from, that surprises me. Yeah, I mean Darius Boyd was. Average again. He did. He did save one try with a nice heads up intercept play yeah. in this, or knockdown kind of thing. But it's just, it's just not. It's just not working at the moment. There's just mm. not. Not everybody's turning up each week, and it's and there's more injuries, so there's going to be less more issues next week. But you don't know. They might even turn up against the Roosters. Who bloody knows? But Who does know? You Milford's put, trying his heart out. I think my problem is that when Nick Graham is at halfback now. We're still playing structured rugby league. Yeah. We're still trying to cater to the Darius Boyd sweep play, but Darius Boyd is not playing well. And we looked our best when we're chasing football games, 
if we're not going to be able to defend, why don't we just play like we're chasing the that game the whole time? That try was amazing. Like, we've had some good moments that this Milford year. That try was yeah. Chasing fantastic. games, but it's like, why don't we just start playing direct... If we're going to play Nick Ram at half and Milford at six, play direct footy just and Just play firebrand footy. Like, if That's you lose it. games and you score 40 points and you lose... And fans yeah, score 40 points and you lose. And, and let Pangai offload and let's see what happens. Rather than we try, trying to play structure and then you can't play that kind of footy if you can't defend. They come down our end. Every time they want to go for Nick Ramer, they went through him. And then this week, they're going to make the Roosters attack like 2013 because they're going to run shape at them. And whilst every team in the constantly able to stop that shape, Nick Ramer's not going to stop Boyd Cordner without Matt Gillett next to him. Yeah. Actually, what it is, they took away Gillett from Nicarima and then you took Nicarima out of first grade, gave Jack Bird three weeks. I don't know why you go back because he actually won two of those games. Or, what are we in, four, three of the four he was there? Hmm. You go back to this and then you also, not only that... In saying that though, one of those games, Nicarima was the reason you won pretty much. Which game's the bench, that? The South. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so... And then we go... And then this week again, we, go, we do this thing. Fans have been calling it forever. They've been calling for Roberts to go to the left. I've not been in love with it, but I thought that'd be nice. Go to the left... Outside Milford, we stacked the left side this year. Things will happen. It lasted 60 minutes, and he's back on the right edge that game and back on it this week. It's like it's just something that I've, over the years of Wayne, he's he's always stuck with what he thought was correct. And I think the squad at the moment, he doesn't know what correct is. The the, the point that you're making about Bird as well. <clears throat> excuse me. The point that you're making about Bird as well. Asako's try, like Bird's on the right edge. For for some reason, just kind of hanging out, and the ball happens to get there, and he well, he's has a secondary playing assist. ball, playing lock at that point. It, essentially, it, and, it, and as playing. you're saying, if he doesn't like, they don't know where players should be, how they're going to react when they play together. It well, it doesn't it certainly doesn't help. There's been two injuries like every week. Yeah, they lost Payne Haas yeah, now. in this game does not help. Payne Haas, he's got he's played what two first grade three games, games three games, and, he games, got and he's twice. got injured twice. Yeah, so he's yeah. he's uh, got a good strike rate. That's he made good. a nice tackle when he when he cut, when he recovered from that that dislocated shoulder. But yeah, it's just oh, they need watching him put that back in. No thanks. Yeah, they need to need fitness. There's always every team does, but yeah, there doesn't seem to be a, a plan with the ball in hand. Maybe there is one, and, and cohesion is 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 preventing that. But it doesn't look great. And the defense just isn't there, and it's Nick Arima's defense will not be there until Matt Gillett's next to him, and that's going to, not going to be another five or six weeks. Mm-hmm. And Manly deserve credit in this game. They were—I don't think they were fantastic. I think they were good enough, and they stuck to their game plan, and things came off for them. Their defense is also questionable to concede as much as they did against a team not playing that well. But DCE and and Jake Dvojevic and Tommy Turbo had a simple plan, and so did Appy, and they stuck to it. They went up the guts. They stretched just to our left and then came back at Cody. They did that the entire game and mm. it worked for the entire game. And they, they, they play, and they All right, Trent. So we've got this one bit of footage. Uh, we're going to show you this one bit of footage, Trent. And yeah. that's your game plan. So just do that. Yeah. We're going to watch that on repeat. for the <laughs> It was a good plan. Uh, all righty. Do we... Mm, play the song again. Sunday. <laughs> play, play it, no, we're all good. Mitchell, put the song on. Sunday here. afternoon, yeah, South right. Sydney 24. I don't think it's the same when you've only lost two games. It is when you lose 10. Four, 13 plus to another person's team in this room. Hello, oh, darkness, oh, deserved. What a What a funny old I've game this was. Uh, I, I must credit... I want to give credit where it's due. South were exceptionally well coached in this match. Yep. Exceptionally well coached. And the Dragons did score two... Unconventional, to say the least. Dry eyes. Sure. So did Souths. Yes. Um, but boy, they look. They they had a game plan, and again, it was relatively simple, and they did it well. The game plan was tackle. Well, it, it was to a me. Good plan. It, to me, it wasn't uh, just yeah. tackle. It was every second ball stop stop. They whether it was Inglis or whoever it was, Inglis did it a number of times, and I think one of the Burgess boys did as well. As soon as the second ball came out to go to to the edge, 
they jump in front of the edge so the ball can't go there and the off yeah. offload can't go there either. There's quite a few times it. on the wraparound Dufty got pinned by like five people yeah. coming across the tackle. Like we, we've we criticised the umbrella defensive Sir Ricky Stewart a number of times but when it's implemented well and targeted like this Mate, it kills shape. It, it killed it, us. But um, I mean speaking of Seabold I think I know he's getting credit but I think he's an underrated coach at the moment going around. I mean I've, I've heard him speak recently in, in an interview and he's talking about how when he came into to South, he wanted to change their attack, but he, he said he has a, he hasn't got a system, he hasn't got you know set plays, he has a philosophy. And he said, well, I couldn't come in from day one and go in and tell them, here's my fifteen things, this is what we're going to get to. This is he didn't go. This is point Z. The first month of preseason, all they did for the first month in attack, all they did for the first month was work on getting a clean, quick play the ball. One month did that. Second month. All he did was then working on getting the ball quickly to Cook and then quickly from Cook to Walker when required. So mm. that was it. It was quick play the balls for a month, then quick play the balls, taking advantage of him for another month. And then the last month, he's like, oh, and all we did then was figure out, okay, we've got the ball out quick, got it out clean. How do we get it to a good ball to our backs? Yep. And it's simple. It sounds simple, but I'm telling you, not many coaches think like that. Not mm. many coaches come in and build from the ground up and those benefits have been reaped clearly. We've seen the, the Burgess boys... With their play the ball, stopping. They don't really try and go for many poke contact meters now. They're not really dry, trying to drag guys. They impact the defensive line and they get that ball down quick. Then we've seen how smart Cook and Walker are playing off the back of quick play the balls now. And then we've seen the the improvement of Alex Johnston out wide getting good early ball. Nothing the, has made me happier this year. Yeah, and then we've seen you know in what Inglis is and just what their backs, the back line. They even guys like Richie Kenner and Robert Jennings stepping up when the ball's coming out early. Mm. Campbell Graham looks great. It by does. The way. It does. Like that's just a simple philosophy. And rugby league's a simple game, but when done properly, you can see how effective it is. Yeah. And yeah. then they keep building off the back of that, and that's why this is a team that looks like it's evolving every month because it is. Mm. How I. So I played I played football on Sunday morning at eleven, and then I had to go to a Mother's Day thing uh, at a pub in Erskineville. And by the time I had a shower at my parents' house, which was across the street from this pub, and walked into the pub, I'd missed the first six minutes of the game. So yeah. I didn't see either of the like I didn't see any tries for the like the next hour. Or I didn't so. miss much. No, I missed a lot of South dropping the ball and then tackling the Dragons repeatedly. I think there was a point where the Dragons had six repeat sets. I think it was four or six. Yeah. And yeah, look, they. It was 2014 defense. It was really impressive. This was the this was the best game they've played in terms of defense by mm. a mile this year. Yeah. And I mean, you can't. I mean, obviously, you, you know, you throw one of those tries away as a drop ball, and Tyson Frizzell showed great pace to go 90 meters and score. But apart from that, they looked really, really strong. And that's not something we saw from them in the last couple of years. Uh, the drop ball stuff we did see. Yeah, but, uh, yeah well, we, we didn't see the, it, was rec- it was a recovery. We didn't see the successful bounce backs from that. No, the, what there they was so often compounded errors by penalties yep. and mistakes in defense on top a- of that. And as you said before, he, he's a smart coach, and they they did the penalty thing again to a brilliant effect. I said it right before. I I, I, I think it was ten minutes ago. The dragons were attacking, and Pop was sitting next to him like they're going to give away a penalty like in the next two tackles because it's tackle one, and the dragons aren't going to kick a penalty goal. Yeah, and they, just, they did it two or three more times again after that. I think I read on the weekend South's giving away seventy percent more penalties than last year so far, and there are a couple of teams that are up there with them, and I think it's the Tigers. Yeah, you can, it's, you can say negative, which it is, but if you're allowed I don't think to it's do negative it, if, you're, if, you're, if, you're, if I want my team to do, do it, it yeah. get away with it. You, do you it. see how many tries the Broncos can see on third or fourth tackle, gassed out wide. Yep. I understand. Like, you know, Wayne's on a pedestal. He does want those in the game and it's costing our team I'd rather give penalties away yep I agree with that because um, you don't get punished there was not. a balloon moment in this game Dale that was 
What was that? Oh, do you want to try and guess what it is before I tell you? Uh, no, go on. Uh, George Burgess taking a mark over his head in the rain. Yeah. How the fuck did that happen? <laughs> yeah. Of everything good that's happened to South this year, that was the most Mate, baffling and improbable. Stickham is a, What's is a scientific happening? wonder. Neither of them's dropped the ball in like a month. What's it's going bizarre. on? Mean, meanwhile, uh, Matt Dufty deciding to pass the ball to Greg Newland. That was <laughs> no, not the best option. Well, I mean, I mean that and the, the, the Campbell Graham try late in the second half as well. Like that's we really said, that both ricochet, both teams yeah. both teams scored two lucky tries, but like yeah. good good you can't just, do much about just Reynolds that. playing four D chess. He intentionally mm-hmm. bounced that penalty goal off the post so he could get a try oh, assist. Mate, look, I've never seen that before. It's genius. People talk about luck and whatever all the time on these tries, but if you're in the positions, you're on top. Things kind of fall your way some yep. days, and, and that that's luck is for losers, Mitchell. Well, I mean, they deserve they deserve to win this game. I don't yeah, know how you're playing it. Yep, Angus Crichton had a bit of a bounce back. Still best, drops best, the ball a, best a million games times. This year. Well, I mean, that happens when you have nine fingers. Yeah, nine fingers. Um, and then the drag, game of the year, yeah, and the sure. Dragons caught the bit of the Ben Hunt game when he just didn't do kind, a of, kind of drifted in and out, didn't yeah. take the line on, not much happened. Adam Reynolds ran the ball a lot more than usual, which was did. good to see. And then you got on the other side though, the standout for for the Dragons. He's actually been kind of quiet this year with Tyson Frizzell, and not just because he scored that runaway try. I commented during the game before that try that he was playing. Really yeah, well. he's, he's like, is he the Maccabi Diva of the, of the NRL, mate? He's, just such a, he's like a thoroughbred when he breaks away. <laughs> like, that was glorious. Him, him, the shape he's in. Watching him run, he put, twen- didn't get near he him. put 20 metres on Reynolds. Well, he caught, um, he caught Gagai in Origin. He, he, people people he were surprised by that. Like, mate, don't you yep, remember yep. Like, this was just last year? But he runs, he runs like, the, I think yeah. the point that you're making, he reminds me of like a Usain Bolt with a chest measurement of about four metres. Yeah. Like he's upright. He's it's like he's been taught to run on a by a machine. This is how you yeah. run: run with your chest up, and your head forward. And if you're a Dragons fan, I think for me, you can lose games as well. I think my biggest yeah. concern of this game again. Yeah, I mean, you lost to the Warriors and Souths. So yeah. there's nothing to really worry. My about. biggest concern of this game is Jason Nightingale being in my football side still. Yeah, he. Look, I'm not going to say that he's broken, but he's hanging on. He is a club legend, but we're talking about a team against you as well who. They put a club legend in reserve grade when they won the comp um, in a similar position. And it, I watched 10 minutes of Nathan Merritt highlight videos on YouTube today. Yeah, um, but it, it, it hurt, but hey, it might have won the comp because Takiri was great in that final series. He was. And I think the, the, the point that echoes the Takiri thing is that Souths have a, uh, sorry, St. George have an option there as well. I mean, you could, they've got wide players. You could they've you got, can fit people there. Yeah, they've got Zach Lomax. I mean, Kurt Manor yep. had a pinch. You want to play him out there? They, they oh, have we can't options. play. We can't play our bench lock on the wing, mate. That's it. Yeah, I know. And I don't really like one thing. I don't like Mary's at the moment is he keeps giving these guys about five minutes of the bench, and he's done Reese Robson. He's doing Zach Lomax. Doing yeah, Lomax great. came on with when the game was over. Yeah, strange. and he's doing it again next week. And apparently, it's to give them experience for the upcoming rep rounds. But there's only one game with rep players out. Yeah, like, so and, and so also, how much experience can you get from running around for four minutes? I don't know. I don't know. I think it's the whole preparation with the first grade side, all that kind yeah, of I stuff. Yeah, I get that yeah. part. But, but like, if that's the case, just, minutes. And, mm. and not just yeah. that, but just make him the 18th man, make him an emergency and warm up with yeah. the team. He, yeah. he doesn't have to play. Exactly. But, and, and it is bizarre that John Sutton hit career best form at this it's, age. It's crazy, isn't it? He's it's, never played better for, for this stretch. I'm 100% in on that wagon on, uh, on his, best, his career best year. Yep. Uh, to me, it's, you can't argue it. And I've, someone who's watched his whole career. Yeah. From when he was a centre missing like 12 tackles on debut against the Broncos to well, now. It was one of those things I was worried if I was caught in, in recency bias and that he had a better no. time five or six years ago. But I'm pretty sure... Because like, most of that time he was playing in the halves in mediocre teams. So he'd have good moments. But yeah. he wasn't never really a quality half. So he was wasted all yeah. of that time. And he's yeah. only really been a forward for four or five years. And he was good in 2014, but yeah. he's better now. In 2014, he was on the sort of... like. 
still an important part of the team. Obviously, it was the captain who lifted the trophy, but there were you could name a whole bunch of guys who were better than yeah. him this year. You, I mean, he's out playing Angus Crichton, so that tells you all you need exactly. to know. Mm. Right before we move on, you add on top of the Bronco, sorry, Queensland losing Cronk, JT, Cam uh, Smith, and, and their and their understanding of football and their knowledge of the game. Losing Seabold as the assistant coach, he's going to hurt. Mm. Yep. There's a lot of tactical now scoring out of that, that, that war, out of that war room in this. There's never been season. a better time to be a New South Wales Blues fan and if, if Cook Damien gets Cook gets picked. picked. There you go. <laughs> uh, speaking of teams who lost, uh, great segue, real good one. Thanks, mate. Canberra 16, Cronulla <laughs> Sutherland 24 <laughs> at Canberra Stadium. I, I asked Campo this before we came on air. He's like, you should. I was like, would you be in favour of just never playing the Sharks in Canberra again? And he said yes. <laughs> They've lost six or seven in a row at home against Cronulla, and, which is crazy. And this was against. The ragtag bunch of, of, oh, of, mate. of fellas. You had big time. You had Joseph Paulo play eighty minutes on the edge at his age, and you had uh, Jack Williams off the. You bench had a bloke doing... playing fullback who's been slammed all year for not playing very and well, running for there. ten million meters. Mm. Yeah, and then you have Fafita um, play eighty, and whilst I don't think he's as good as everyone's saying, I think he's, he was great. But uh, he did that is Dalian leader Andrew Fafita. He oh, he's had a great year though. And, uh, he has to be a worthy winner. He's played quite well. He has. Year. But I was going to say, this game was not his best of the year. Imagine, imagine that acceptance like speech. Just think about that for a second. Okay, now I yeah. definitely want that. No, pa- no palm cards, needless well, to good, say. You know, removing Origin from his stresses has been great for him. And then Val Holmes had a, a, had a quality game at fullback. He made that mistake early, which he has got those in his game. His mistakes down his defensive end are probably never going away yeah. in just two years. But he bounces back quite well. He had that full field try of returning that kick. And then um, he set another one up. But for some reason, he didn't just grab the ball and put it down. But he did a 360 no-scope spin and tapped it back to Jack Williams. <laughs> it's like, mate, you could have just grabbed that ball and scored. And I'd... then he, the last one, again, another breakaway. Well, I was going to say, big fan of Seguiaro deciding yeah. that he can't be bothered to run 70 metres yeah. and just passing to the outside back. Oh, by the way, we forgot this. South game, Matt Dufty faster than Alex Johnston. There we go. That helps me about forty-seven kilos. <laughs> yeah, bringing wet. Uh, for the for the Raiders here, there's one of those. This is it felt like a classic Raiders game. They had they were ahead, they they had all the ball. They're up by more than one score, and they couldn't do anything with it. And Austin got injured, and then Caesar went to piss. There was yeah. old days in Caesar there, and Papali played really well in the middle, probably his best game in the middle. And I think that's his future. I think they've decided that too. If you want to make eight hundred, nine hundred k, go to the middle and make a difference. And I thought he did make a difference, but. Mm. They're just just dreadful to lose this game to to the, the team that the Sharks put up, and I yep. mean you had Matt Moylan make, drop make it forty five thousand errors as well in your favour as well, and you still couldn't score more than sixteen points. And if they won that game, they'd somehow be in the top eight with the start mm. they had this year, mm. and instead they're all alone on four wins. Yeah, uh, but yeah, what's up with Segiaro? Having a couple of good weeks. He good looked on him. great. Didn't, off didn't we slam Segiaro about three weeks ago? Did we? Does he no, listen no. to this podcast? No, I've, I've always liked James Segiaro. I like to watch him, yeah. but he has not been good at the Sharks. No, but the last true. two or three weeks, it's coming together, and that's the kind of player you know you want giving spark off your bench, kind of thing with, with, with Jaden Braley starting. If, if there's one player I want to give a uh, well, one Raiders player I want to give a rap to, it's Blake Austin for scoring while breaking his leg. Yeah, that was a that was messed. That was not good. Yeah, and then they just Ugh. didn't really stand up. Stand up. I mean, well, neither did he. Good. That was yeah, the problem. Oh. Sorry. They didn't really, like, they didn't play smart enough. It's a, it's a big Raiders issue always as well, but they they, they found a, a plus matchup and running Tapanay down Moylan's throw, and they didn't do it. Mm. They just did it a little bit and then stopped doing it. So, mate, just keep doing the same thing that's working. And it's, not, it's not that hard in this game to do that kind of stuff. But, yeah, they just... Yeah. Four wins in a row for Cronulla after their... I, I, I said this a few weeks ago. They, they, they had a really hor- horrendous start to the year draw-wise. I, th- th- I thought they were done when they had all those injuries and, and I thought, well, there's no way they, they can bounce back here. But, no, they just... Something in their DNA, eh? They're just... They're just yeah. 
They, oh, well, they, do, they played a lot of good teams in the first few years. They have, but, the saying, but twice, as they, in, they weren't good in these last few games, but they just do enough to Ground win football out games, right? And, yeah. then, and it's still there. And well, I think that, that goes back to what we realised a couple of weeks ago, and that is that there's like 10 or 11 teams this year that are really shit. Well, it's like, I was thinking about it the other day, and it's like, I don't know... I think it's a top-heavy comp, but it's also... I think the middle, it's not great, but it's longer than usual. Yeah. Like usually, you think there's six to ten teams. Sorry, the spot six to ten can make the fight for the eight, but this year, it's like six to 13 at the same level of average, or five to 13. I'd say six to 13, the same level of average. Mm. And and even teams uh, below them, like... I know Manly are in, I think, 12th at the moment, but mm. Manly win games at home. They've, well, won big, they've won by big margins. I know they've copped a few losses. They beat Brisbane away, who aren't necessarily well, in great form. I think they're in the bottom four for me, mainly. They, they are, they're the, uh, um, yeah. They have the performance. But, again, that's the way the comp is this year. The yeah. middle is so average that they, they'll win some games just by turning up on the, on the week. Like they've got players like Tapao and Jake Turbo and, and those similar guys that can win your football games. Uh, do we want to pick the scores for next week? Yes. All righty. Thursday night, Panther Stadium. Penrith mm. versus West Tigers. Oh. This will be, be a fun one. Family affair. I don't know if they've mentioned that at all. The father's coaching as his son. I'm not aware of who this father and son no, are. No, who knew? Sorry. Anyway, I'll tip West. I'll take Penrith, but not by many. It's a hard one for me, but it's out Adam Penrith, and I don't like Fanua's out, even though it's the right quarter make as Ivan Cleary. Doesn't, Agreed. Doesn't mean it makes you tip them, so I'm tipping Penrith. Fair enough. It's going to be very cold. That will get mentioned in the coverage. Yep. Cold, uh, cleary. Friday, <laughs> we're taking notes. Yep. <laughs> Friday evening, Parramatta, New Zealand Warriors at the Olympic Stadium in Sydney. Give me the Warriors by a few. Yep. The Parramatta side is the next level of garbage again this week. What's Mano, the Warriors? Well, Kenny Edwards has been stood down. Manu Ma, who's named at lock. Both Scots on the edge. Murata Nikor is named to debut off the bench, but it's just it's just a lot of changes. It's throwing a team in a blender again. What's the, that sounds painful. What's the Warriors record like at... Uh, the it, Olympic Stadium It's not good Quite poor Warriors record away from New Zealand Anywhere da- bad He makes a good point Except for to- Gold Coast That's uh, New Zealand West Sorry uh, uh, I'm going to tip Parramatta There you go Ballsy mm-hmm. uh, Lang Park 7.30 Sorry 8 o'clock Friday night Brisbane Eastern Suburbs With about 15 players left At the point Paying guys been named on the edge But in the 21 They've got uh, David Fafita Who just played in the National Under 20 Under 18 Championship Final on Saturday Never played a men's game In his life Will be if he plays the first person born post two thousand to play f- uh, first grade, and then Contoni Stags another back row. Sorry, David Fafita. Yes, is a second David Fafita. Yes, it's a he's eighteen. Oh, that's quite funny. League Live has got uh, Andrew's brother up. David Fafita. So this this guy is um it's going to be a problem for a while. But this is the he's a player David Fafita. I don't think he's ready to play yet, but he might just be forced in there. Andrew Voss, a Japanese guy, the uh, half Japanese. Um, it's amazing. Fafita is um. It's a player that Andrew Voss, who's called uh, Schoolboys Rugby for 30, 25 years, called him the best schoolies player he's ever seen. So, potentially yeah, but exciting. But then you look at the Broncos' starting team, you've got, with injuries, Pangai's on the edge, Sam Tagatese's on the bench. So, you're going to have Sam Thido being subbed by Sam Tagatese. And then uh, Shibasaki, who is a... Tell me more about Shibasaki. Oh, yeah, I'm, He's I'm... half Islander, half Japanese. And he's a player who... He's actually quite big. I think he's, you'll he... find Japan is an Islander, Mitchell. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> So he's um I'm sorry. he's been one he's been around for, if you're a Broncos fan he's been around forever but he's still only 19 because he's been playing for Queensland under 18 since he was 16 they had no centers so he played he's played a couple of years of that and he's been hanging around had pretty good pretty average shots Hugh Cup this year but then puts a few good weeks together and um, 
has the physicality and the size. He's six foot one and he's a hundred kilos, he's so not, he's the yeah, right size. He's a big boy. And when you when I watched him play reserve grade games, he looks like a, a football a guy who should be in first grade, not by how he's playing, but by how he looks. If you get me, yeah. he looks confident and has a one arm carry with an offload. But we'll see. I don't know. I don't know if he's really ready and he's been named on the bench. Yeah. I mean, I've got no idea what the Broncos are doing this week. Neither do they with the injuries. I don't know if Oates will play back back row or if if Shibasaki plays in the centres or Opacek plays back row or whatever. But anyway, picking right. the Broncos. Roosters. Roosters for me. Uh, Saturday uh, afternoon, geez. Gold Coast, Newcastle, Rabina mm. Stadium. Mm. Fuck. I don't know. New- Give me the Knights. I... Um, I like the changes at, at Gold Coast. They put Jairos yeah. back in. Uh, Cardi's That's out of the side. In. Nathan Peaks is back at hooker. That's it's a bigger big out than an in. Uh, I'll take uh, the Titans. But I am. I was going to pick the Titans. But I'm, actually, I'm going to go for the Knights. I'm going to go for the Knights and have um, Ponga taking advantage of the weak edge defence. Yep. Good shout. Uh, North Queensland versus South Sydney at Townsville Stadium, 5.30 Saturday evening. Come on. Uh, South 13 plus. What are we doing here? So I'm, I'm guessing they've named one to 17, but I'm guessing that the Cowboys are going to have a Nari Tuola take uh, take winner sign spot and possibly Jake Clifford onto the bench for Tamari Martin and perhaps we'll see Frank Molo. But uh, I'm going the, the bunnies. I, I, I was, I was kind of sense an upset, but I just can't see it. I just can't pick it. Uh, Winnerstone. If somebody told you at the start of the year that South's going, sorry, Campbell the Cowboys Brown. beating Souths at te- in Townsville would be an upset. Yeah, what are the odds? By the way, they actually uh, really Cowboys are like two two ten. Yeah. It's quite close. The line's only two, so uh, give me shouts. As I said, uh, Amy Park, yeah, Edwin Flackfield, seven thirty five Saturday night, Melbourne versus Manly Warringah. It's um, look Manly. It's hard for them with the, this their flawed team that turn up every week, as we, we've known that um, and the, but the storm missing players. But I just I think it's down at Amy Park, they'll find a way. I think Brandon Smith's a good young player. No Smith, no party, Manly. Yeah. Uh, Melbourne for me. Uh, Jerome Hughes being named on the bench, I just have a, a weird feeling he might play halfback for the Storm, and Why I like not? him. So I'm picking, I'm picking a Storm. Yeah. Where's uh, Glenn Willow Oval? It's though? in Mudgee, good sir. We're there taking more games to regional areas. You are. Uh, St George Illawarra versus Canberra, two o'clock Sunday afternoon at Glenn Willow this Oval. Is a home in game for Canberra, Mudgee. It's like, <laughs> it's like it's all the country is just like one place, right? Yeah, they are. <laughs> okay. um, they're Dragons. Not much talking. Yeah, about Dragons. Dragons for me too. Uh, and oh the last game God. of the round. I don't want to watch this. Cronulla Sutherland versus <laughs> Canary Bankstown at Falafel should be a legal oval. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll bring, we need to bring that back. Thank you. We do. Uh, fuck, I don't know. The Sharks team. It's well. It's, it has That's... got supposedly has the Bakuya back. We'll see. Uh, it's not as bad as it was last week, and they it's won. Not. So and to that back. end, Gallon is back. Cronulla. Well. Oh, Luke Lewis is back in the 21 too, isn't he? Oh. Dugan. So there's potential they could be almost full strength. So yeah, taking Cronulla. Uh, give me your over under for people getting ejected from the venue. <laughs> Four, mate. A hundred. Uh, give me the Sharks. Well, well, I don't think there are any Bulldogs fans there considering their form. So yeah. Oh, true. And it's in the Shire and they're not really. Yeah. Yeah. Simi Renrandra trying the chip and chase. News time. Alrighty, so Cam Smith is pissed off at rugby league. And <laughs> so pissed off. So pissed quit. off, in fact, he's quit representative rugby league. This is uh, one of the more surprising stories of the year. 
Yeah, Did I think not see it coming. I didn't see it coming either. For me, this is he's just he's angry that he can't you know wishbone people <laughs> anymore. I, I think for me, this is about getting to four hundred. Yeah, if you don't like Kane Smith, probably turn off now. Yeah, if you're one of those idiots. But um, it is. It's about getting to four hundred, and uh, you know he's he's done enough for the state. He's not left them any alerts or anything. People might think that, but about getting to four hundred for him, and about giving more to the storm. And I think he said himself that coming in this year, he's actually not recovering as well as he thought he would be, and he doesn't think he'd be able to give to the storm if he played Origin. So fair enough to him, and it, and it's. I think he falls into the same bucket of a few of these great players of the last 15 years of that. They've just been underappreciated because we don't understand what an anomaly it is to have so many good players like this at once. Mm. Like now we've lost, you know, over the last seven or eight years, we've lost Lockyer, JT, Cronk, Smith in the rep scene, plus other high quality players, just like, you know, a Hodges or a Corey Parker or that kind of thing. But like it just, those players don't, players don't, haven't historically played rugby league that long at that level for that long. Yeah. It doesn't happen. Smith debuted in Origin after playing 18 first grade games at hooker. 18 first grade games at hooker. Those guys get easy in for like 50 games playing yeah. hooker these days. You know, it's just what, what a freak he is. And I don't think it gets appreciated. People spend too long today whinging about, oh, he's a cheat, whatever, still, and laughing at him. But one of the greats of the game. And it's unfortunate we get to see him play Origin again. And it's like, if you, don't, if you can't appreciate the great generation we're going from, well, the drop down from Kent Smith is to a 28 plus year old hooker who's McCulloch or friend, perhaps. And from Cronk and Thurston is to a few decent halves, but no great ones. Like Chris Sander. Yeah, you have it. It's, it's, it's a tough one. What but um, the Sander watch? <laughs> it was retired, as it should have been. Well, yeah, it hasn't gone now. But uh, it'd be interesting. It'd make Origin certainly revitalised, new yeah. teams coming in. And, and also puts a, puts a question mark over the Australian number nine jersey now. Mm. That hasn't been a thing for a long time. Because, again, we forget before this generation, I mean, before Lockyer, the, the Aussie captaincy play changed four times in five years. Uh, Mitch, I've got another announcement for you. Yep. Yeah, if, if Damien Cook's in the Australian team, you care. I'm in. Well, yeah, I was saying, like, but it, it's just been—it's so rare that a player comes into a team at rep level in any sport and goes from 2006 to 2017, 11 straight years yeah. of having that jersey. He's missed one Origin and one Test in that time. He missed 2010 game one. He missed a uh, game Matt Ballon played, and he missed a 2009 Test against France, I think what he missed for Australia that's all he's missed in that period he's owned that jersey and it's it's going to be funny we might be going back to the days now where there will be selection battles for Australia it's already you know after Lockyer was Australian captain it was heir apparent to Kent Smith and now it's already like well who's the next Australian captain who's that's the next Australian captain it, it is interesting and you know hooker now it's not if this happened two years ago you might have thought oh friend will be the Queensland and the Australian hooker well now it's like well McCulloch will be the Queensland one but who's going to be the Aussie hooker because if the Blues player is potentially better than him he will be. You hmm. know, if it's McInnes or Cook, you know, the, the guy better in the series might be the Aussie hooker at the end of the year. And it's an interesting time for, for the sport in general. I'm excited. Yeah, he, rugby league. If he makes 400, he'll be only the fifth player in Australian football yep. to make 400 games and the other th- the other four are all AFL players. Yeah. Dustin Fletcher has 400 games exactly and played for 22 years. That's a lot of years. That's they do play fewer games each year, though. I know, but he, he looked 150,000 years he old. He was so old looking when he was mm-hmm. like in his last games. He looked, he, well, he was old enough to be most of their fathers. That's but anyway, a fair point, he was. Uh, yeah, it's, um, it's interesting times ahead, and I think it's, it's not like Thurston quitting makes things more exciting, but Smith's quitting as well. That well, it, one of those even, things, even outside of the game, it just makes the selection process more interesting. It does, and it's just something you never felt like it was going to end, and then. It's ended like this, all, all of them gone. I don't think anyone really anticipated, because Thurston's anyone who announced it before last year's series that he yeah. was going, but now they've all kind of gone bar Billy 
Yeah, and, and it really changes the, the landscape. GI is not Queensland. playing particularly well this well, year. Either. I'm guessing GI will be the kick next Queensland captain, and I would put, I would put him Australian captain too. But it's going to be. Would you play him at hooker, Mitchell? No, I would not. Okay, <laughs> too, tall, too tall to be hooker. But yeah, probably yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot another Kansas fact. I've forgotten. But, oh well. Um, Interchange reduction. We'll get uh, okay. We can may as well move on. We've got other Cam Smith. I got a selfie with Cam Smith about. after an Origin victory. Sorry. I got a selfie with Cam Smith. Well, I mean, we've got a lot of time to give Cam Smith praise. I'm not going to get bogged down in people's. Can we do a Cam Smith only podcast at some point? Yeah, we can. I mean, yeah. After the season, I've got I've got got opinions and takes and all the cheating accusations we can get down to. Can we call it episode 387 or whatever the record episode? But yeah, he's going to get be the first guy to 400. And whilst we know athletes in the future are going to keep getting more athletic, fitter, sports science going to play longer. Yeah. Being the first one counts. You yeah. won't be the only one, but the first one. Counts. Well, I mean, like it's a it's an obtuse path to take. But Ireland played their first Test cricket match this yeah. to this week. And they might win. They could, but they've already had a Test hundred, Test century, and that plays, as you say, that player's name is in the record book f- forever now. So, like, if Cam Smith becomes the first player, first NRL player, first rugby league player to four hundred games, yeah. that's it. He's the first one. Exactly no one ever can right. be the first again. That's how it works. Interchange. Made Australia's first Test century. <laughs> I think it was Kim. Charles Bannerman. I think it was Kim Hughes. I just told you who in it was. the seventies. Okay, so <laughs> apologies. So the, the, there's talk now of the competition committee reviewing interchanges and going from six to four. And I believe the NRL, sorry, eight to six. I was, say, eight to six I was like, whoa, hang on. The NRL have taken. So we're going to start. Their standpoint, I believe, is injury based, and they've mm. been doing studies and that their reductions, the interchanges, reduce injuries in the game. So that's their standpoint so far. I believe there's probably more to it. But Jesus Christ, am I sick of the terrible media takes around this. So there's, there was a whole list. I'll go through. It's, this is Mark Gasnier's list of what this will solve. The issues that six to four interchanges will solve for the game. So firstly, it's going to bring back the little man that is apparently dead. That's so I don't know when the little man died. It, who is this little man? I don't know. I don't know who the little man who died is, but somebody didn't tell Jonathan Thurston or Ken Smith that they're dead, or Anthony Milford they're dead, or Caelan Ponga the little man died. You know, it's, nobody told them that. Um, was the little man Clive Churchill? <laughs> maybe he was. So that that'll firstly, it's going to bring back the little man that's mm. apparently dead. That's uh, it's going to get rid of the wrestle, and will relieve alleviate pressure on the referees because there won't be a mess in the in the ruck or a third man in. Apparently, apparently. More tired players will lead to less wrestling and less people on the rock. Hang on. So, less tiredness, less tired people equals... No, more tired sorry, more tired people equals, equals less life. laying down. Yeah. Um, what do you usually do when you're tired, Mitch? Another Lay th- down. Yeah, he also attacked that footy players we're seeing now are robots and that this will change coaching somehow. It will make them less robotic and play more off the cuff. Uh, and also another one, there's the referees will do a better job. Less likelihood of for human error because fatigue will allow referees to concentrate on fundamentals like forward passes, knock-ons, and offsides. Apart from the fact that what referees very rarely call forward passes, but that's it's, not it's, the point. It's got to the point, it's like some of these ex-former players have thought reducing the interchange will somehow make the go, game go back to their day. That was exactly the point I was about to make. When did the little man die? I, I like. Okay, athletes are becoming something they weren't 20 years ago, and that's across all sports. Yeah. But I don't see the NBA trying to cater to the five foot ten white guy who played shooting guard off the bench for a team. Hmm. The games move forward. Yeah. And, and the little guy isn't dead, but this would kill him. I don't, it's not bringing him back, because you know the little, guy, the, the little guy they're referring to, the sparky guy who plays around the rock, what is he? He's a bench hooker most of the time. Yeah. 
And if you drop the subs to from eight to six, well, you've just made it pretty rigid. You've made it. You t- you three subs, your middles on and off. That's a six. But there's a one extra guy on the bench who stays there in case someone gets injured. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's probably more likely this will change. Mm. And if, if the change is to reduce injuries, fair enough, but it's not going to fix these things people think it will. The little man didn't die, and unfortunately, this is not going to change athletes advancing. I mean, like... Guys I, like Cook, I, Brooks, Ponga are thriving this year. So no, that little man's dead, though. Oh, sorry. I, I would be very interested in the so-called empirical study that they've done that this, has regu- this will reduce injuries. I don't know. Firstly... I think I, it's, it's made collision impact less. Yeah, but like... That doesn't necessarily mean it's going to reduce injury because players that have got to stay on the field for longer are going to get more limb well, I, injuries. Like, I don't know this. I don't know what that is, I, I, but what like the study behind that? And I'm yeah. sure we'll get more info. I'd like, like to say you're right. This ends up with more guys being like, "Oh no, you got to play through it, mate." But uh, it's also yeah. like, I don't know. It's just I don't understand how they don't think they don't realize that these big fellas they're talking about that they want to get tired can already play big minutes. Mm. It like for Fida played 80 minutes yeah. on the weekend and he weighs 160 kilos. Tell me I can do what he wants to. It's not yeah. that though. I'll give you right now four subs, how to get through a whole middle. Okay, so you've got, you've got two props to starting. We'll label them prop one, prop two. Mm-hmm. Prop three is on the bench. You've yep. got lock one on starting, lock three on the bench. Okay, so prop one plays your first 60 straight. Mm-hmm. Brilliant. He goes off, that's one sub. Prop two plays the first 20 and the last 20. So he comes back on for prop one, but he goes off for, for prop three. What does prop three do? He plays the last 60. So there you go. You use two subs to get your two prop, your three prop rotation done. And then you've used only, and then for the lock, if you want to take him off for 25 and 25 and give the other guy the third, middle 30, yep. two more subs, that's four subs, your whole middle's done. Oh, you apparently changed the game by slowing down the big fellas though. But, and that's exactly the point is that this is, this is, has this been tested anywhere? I don't know. Has this idea, like if this, if this idea has been tested in New South Wales well, Cup, or youth footy, which are very different. I mean, if this well, again, if this gets explained explained to me from what it's supposed to achieve to compared to what the commentators are trying to achieve, I might understand it more. But mm. from what the commentators think it's trying to achieve, that is wrong. Gasney also tried to claim it would increase youth involvement of small players, as if the youth involvement only has six subs on the on the field. You no. moron. Yeah, like, <laughs> and and small kids aren't not playing rugby league because they want to get more time on you the field. You can't get rid of big people. Yeah. They're, they're That's not where sports going. They're, they're, they're not if playing rugby league. To get involved, bring back weight classes. Yeah. The end. yeah. Do you think you think like gonna, you think the NBA exactly are going to go right. look? Listen, Kevin Kevin Durant, you're a bit of a freak. You're no too more, tall. Hey, Shaq, no more dunking. Not allowed. The the little guys can't do it. Yeah, that's it. Like that's the, all right. The, the only way you can score is free throws. Oh, I'm, I'm in. Let's bring it back. <laughs> Does let's, this let's not play basketball? Start killing unique bench use and yes. also killing off the impact player, which is I think it, like, it's, it's just change for the sake of change. It is. Anyway, it is. Yeah. And it, we're, we're at a good amount now for me. And we can't, it, unfortunately, guys, changing the change by two players is not going to take us back to 1995. No, I mean 95 was a mm, yeah. It was all, all right. What, yeah. All I know from all this, all I know is that everyone who somehow gets paid to talk about this game hates this game. That's yep. all I know. I, I don't get it. it. Yeah. Well, we don't get paid. That's why I don't get. It. I don't get it. Paid to yeah. write about it. Uh, alrighty, onto the injury list. Kevin Proctor, one to two weeks, groin strain. We all know well, how that came about. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll Maybe see. he's got one of those magic physios as well. Maybe uh, he does. Danny Fool, Arlo expected to miss... Oh, syndesmosis, not a good injury. Syndesmosis six is to eight, back. Six to eight, six yeah, to eight. Been We've gone from ACLs and dislocated limbs to syndesmosis. Yep, but then it went away. Now it's back with uh, the vengeance because there's another one here, isn't there? I've only subbed him less. Mm. <laughs> you know what we need? More injuries. Yeah. Uh, who else have we got? Blake Austin, ankle sprain, may play. Ugh, that wasn't pleasant. Uh, Sean Fensom, dislocated elbow. He he went two uh, joints up from the Trent Merrin injury and just decided to dislocate the whole lower part of his arm. 
Uh, you skipped Paseca, who also has Paseca, three, sorry, three to four weeks for syndesmosis as and well. And then apparently, yeah, it's a sternum for Jack Bird, but it's Hartledge to me. Yeah. <laughs> and there was, I, I agree with that. And there's a signing. A that, signing? Whom? Whom? Trent Hawkinson is going from the Sharks to Manly immediately, apparently. Yeah, for the end of next year. Oh, two years. That'll Great. be fun. All and Chad right. Wallace resigned at the Titans for decent money. Yeah, and people might start understanding that forwards are worth money, maybe. But um, yeah, I don't understand no, why. we've got to get rid of them because we and, need uh, subs. Cam Smith and Sam Cassiano yeah. are both suspended. I don't know why. The Titans are apparently still chasing Shannon Boyd. I don't know why. Like, they have Jared Wallace, they have Ryan James, they have Jai Arrow, they have Max King, they have Morgan Boyle, they have Moeki Fotowaka. Like, Do they need they don't more need... middles? They don't, saying. if they sign him, they'll mean James in the middle. Anyway. Let's get over the my bitterness. Are you serious? We're going to have any questions. Question time. My favourite time of the week. Uh, first question at Paul Mac underscore seventy eight. He says with Blake Green, Mahi Finua, Corey Thompson proving the ESL can be a fine finishing school. Which current ESL Aussie player deserves a second crack at the NRL? Aside ben, from Barber, that was going to be my next. Well, you left out point. Zane Tedavano, mate. That's a famous one for us. <laughs> Coming back. Mm-hmm. Um, Unfortunately, Niles answered this pretty well already for us, but he, he wrote down, he'd like to see Albert Kelly, Blake Murdoch-Mosilla, Joel Moon, uh, Jesse Senelafeo, Sebastian Ikihifo, Suleki Akola, or Charlie Runciman back. Uh, the obvious ones, uh, Barbara and Matt Parcell, uh, Jake, Jake Mamo as well. Uh, for myself, uh, I, I don't know if I can... I don't know, I like... Um, what's, he, what's his name? From Leeds, big, uh, Mitch Garbutt. I'd like to see him get another shot. Nice little offload on him still. I think he's okay. And then they've kind of nailed the rest of them that are over there. And Jake Mamo probably won't get a shot back over here at a, as a fullback, I don't think. Can, but, um, you don't think I'm that say, Mamo would go to go at the Titans? Uh, maybe. Yeah. I don't think I'm so. I'm going to say Pat Richards. Pat Richards getting back again? <laughs> yep. But yeah, they they already nailed it. So thank you for asking me what you question <laughs> nailing, guys. But, um, at Moretti EH, she says... How is it Liverpool signed a player who bags 32 goals and they still manage to come fourth? Because they concede goals. Because there's two aspects of football, Blake. Yeah. Well, not not necessarily just to because they had goals, dog shit defence for most of the season. They had fucking uh, Simmer Mignolet in there. They only conceded two more goals than Spurs. Also, um, the, the there's a team that's just basically got the Premier League on lock for the next several yeah. years. It's yeah. basically going to ruin the Well, it's like, I don't see the difference between fourth and second. If There really isn't. Fourth, we made the Champions League final. Like, I'm happy to finish fourth. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, City's ruined the Premier League for the next couple of years. I've got bad news great, for everyone. Great to see uh, Chelsea qualify for a European trophy congratulations yeah. good for them and, uh, Leeds uh, finished a gallant 14th in the championship deal. gallant Perrick uh, Mr. Underscore Triple Eight says when Mitch Doyle moves to Brisbane will Hoops be his co-host of Boom Rookies it's probably decent shout seems, yeah. he's got a good Aussie bloke and Hoops says he can do it in the spare room and then record a podcast after hey hey, hey. Thanks, shout out to Hoop Dog for the hospitality on Friday night by the way delicious oh. burgers for his missus really good burgers like I'm telling you nice. top shelf nice. there you go Thick and she'd made she and she uh, did. <laughs> I was gonna say, <laughs> where are we going? Where are we going? Yeah, with this? his missus. <laughs> decent Thick burgers, decent burgers, decent burgers, and she did the whole melt the cheese in the oven. Oh, oh good, top of it. good stuff. Woman oh, after my good. own heart. Uh, Butchie Triple Eight says, "Is there a TV show you couldn't keep wa- quit watching despite no longer liking it?" Um, no, I stopped watching The Simpsons and Family Guy and every other show that got shit along the way. I'm trying to think of something that I stuck with at the end because it only got shit right at the end. I, I think, think How lot- I Met Your Mother is probably in that bracket. I think a lot of the shows I suck with, they end up being shit for like a year or two, not forever. Like he's, yeah. his example with The Walking Dead is yeah, great. Yeah. That was also never good. So. No, I never <laughs> enjoyed it. I never got the hype. But um, I'm trying to think, what was... Fuck, Dale, have you got any? Lost. Okay. Got really weird. Yep. Stuck with it. I was like, 
maybe oh, they're going to tell us what's going on here. I've got to go one, Mitchie. The league, the last season of the league yep. was unwatchable, Terrible. but um, I got through it. Currently, Silicon Valley. Uh, uh, oh, I really? I you, yeah. I've only watched the repeat. first four episodes, but it just seems like they're repeating stuff that, that already happened exactly before. Right. It's the same thing. And then, um, What if I told you there's four seasons of that? But it's, that's one of those shows that was made that it should have only had a short life when it first yeah, started. Yeah, it's time to start wrapping that the up. Problem with the, the funniest guy is not it anymore. The problem with The Walking Dead is that that show is a perpetual story because it's a comic that's going to run forever. Yeah, that was weird. Like I watched the first season that I didn't care for it at all, but then it just it's it's been like never 10 like years Dead. since then. Yeah, and it'll never cancel while it makes money because like they've already stopped them killing that Daryl guy twice or whatever because he died or whatever because they just, want money. Just can't get into it because the guy from Walking Dead is the like sex offender from Love Actually. So I've never been able mm. to warm to him. Interesting. The guy who's trying to steal his mate's girlfriend with the signs outside. Mr. Steal your girl. Uh, and uh, Paul Mack entered Homeland. Homeland's a good example. Oh, great shout too. Yep, yeah, yep. another show that should have people have also said seasons. Empire got shit. Twenty four. So, there's so many shows that will kill a key character, and then the show was obviously meant to wrap up after that. But oh, only one that seventy show. Did, with Eric, like, Ashton Kutcher and Topher Grace weren't in the last season. Yeah. They just did Scrubs it anyway. Last season. Uh, no, no, we don't count that. that. And it's like the difference <laughs> between <laughs> we don't that, talk about that. Between that, and what Game of Thrones is doing is that we know Game of Thrones is going to end. We mm. know that there's two seasons left, and that's it. So you know, you mo- okay, all your characters are dead, but you know this is the end of this story. Other shows, all the people you like die, and it's like, oh, this is still going. Ah, another one. Um, What's the one? Uh, Sons of Anarchy. Same thing. Jonathan <laughs> Thurston is the intern season of Scrubs right now. <laughs> he is. Good shout. Uh, at the Sean Chand. Okay. Um, first question. He says, why are rejective stats like meters gain so different depending on the source? Hey, I'll answer this one. I, I could too. I've answered this many a time, but there's different kinds of runs that go into different people's run meters firstly. So the difference you'll find, the main difference you'll find between run meters between the NRL official stats and Fox Sports stats is line engaged runs. Which when a half Correct. goes to the line and gets hit and pops passes the ball, that's a run at the NRL and it's run meters. I believe Fox count those runs, but they don't put them in the meter count, count, count after. They'd I think if they offload, they count the meters, but if they, they run, run to the line and pass it, they, they don't. don't. Well, yeah. that's how it was when I did that job. So, Which is why some games you can watch a, a half go to the line 10 times and Fox will say... Well, that's why I messaged you and I was like, dude, they said Thurston had 31 runs in this game. And I was like, that's crazy. But yeah. if they, they counted as every time he ran three steps forward and passed the ball... Well, every time he got, he had to, well it's, you've got to engage the line. You've got to go to the line. You yeah. can't just take two steps and pass. And when I worked at Fox, they like you gave them possession of the ball, but like it would literally just be like you click on Thurston's name on the interface and then on the next player that he passed yeah. to if he ran like three steps yeah. and then passed it. And then obviously the meter thing, okay, you got to remember these things are not tracked finite. They're not right to the point. It's done on someone clicking a, a mouse on a field position to the next field position, right? Yeah. And whilst you can be pretty damn accurate, you do that a thousand times a game, there's going to be different. See, ours was different to that. Yeah. It was, you, you'd watch and you'd input how many meters it was. Yeah, so this one is so, X, Y, like, And again, you're off by a meter 10 times, that adds up. It does. Yeah. And it's why, and sometimes I might actually, have put a guy in for seven meters on some runs and he actually ran eight meters. Some of them actually come out pretty close. Some yeah. of the forward hit up sometimes. Yeah. Do, but most of the time, it's, that's the difference. But, you know. There you go. Uh, next question from Sean. He says, Newcastle's constant changing the lineup. Is it hurting them now? Yes. Yeah, we said that earlier. Yeah, definitely. Crane's end chance of winning receding faster than a certain hairline. <laughs> <laughs> Who was that from? Sean, the Sean Chan. What the fuck? <laughs> I don't even know the guy and he's having a pop. <laughs> what, what is this? That's good. The Sean Chan? I'm going to come back to Twitter just to yell at you. <laughs> uh, yes, they are. It feels good being underdogs again, though. That feels like home. Much like Bungard's head, that tweet would be in all caps. Rather than, try, rather than trying really hard ah, to become underdogs. And he said, uh, which of the Game of Thrones houses would you put each other in? And then also, which of the clubs would you associate with Game of Thrones? Well, look out for Bungard's article next week on, in, at, what do you have? Don't encourage Good me. Weekend? Mm. Yes. 
It's a good f- friend of the podcast in good weekend yeah. this weekend, Matt. Mary Kay. What? what? Why? She's in good weekend. She? Oh. Where isn't she? Okay. Well, <laughs> yeah. Did they give? Let's the papers. She's not in this yeah. weekend. <laughs> uh, well, Mitch is from Queensland, so he'd be a Lannister, mate. I was going to say sisters and well, yeah. That was that was exactly where I was going with yeah. that. Uh, and Dale would be from House Tully because it's all cold yeah. and miserable, like Canberra. Yeah, yeah. fair shout. You're okay. a Baratheon. Beyond the my beyond team the wall. Was Seventy years ago. Yeah, I'll take it. Beyond the wall. That's it. That's also south of the Baratheons. And <laughs> that, this all makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Tough to argue. There we go. I'm not going to bother with the rest of We just did it. They did it all. Mess underscore Ozil says, how does the match review panel have the audacity to delay Cairnsmith's milestone appearance <laughs> by a <around laughs> week? How dare they? How dare Good they shout. indeed? Um, Frankie underscore 987. If you're asleep at Macca's, what would you order? Uh, 10 chicken and cheeses, a... Strawberry shake and a diet coke. It was six chicken. And was it okay? <laughs> Close. <laughs> Michael Darren seventy nine. Uh, it's been twenty years today since the Seinfeld finale, an episode that divided opinion. What's yeah. your take on it? I didn't hate it. I think it's a dreadful Seinfeld episode. I think it's yeah. an okay TV episode. Mm. I agree with that take. Would it's you a- say that'd be on the same level as like the Mash finale? It's just kind of like it was okay, but it wasn't great. The most for watched episode of TV ever. Of How do you end those shows though? Yeah. Don't like know. Seinfeld was not like against Sopranos are one that bad finales, but they had a reason to end. Yeah, but some like, shows Seinfeld did it well. Like, Scrubs, to go back to it, if you don't count that bullshit night season, the Scrubs last episode is fantastic. And, and uh, it'll right be up interesting there. to uh, see the Office as well. Really yep. great, really great last episode. But then it kept going. The Office, what US or UK? The US one. What with Steve Carell leaving or after? I was talking about the very end. They wrapped yeah. it up all quite nicely. I thought, mm. but also it's Michael's so farewell episode is great. Yeah. But Michael's farewell is great. No, I look. I'll fight people in this. I don't, like see the last James sort of beta sucks. The la- all right, I will fight you. <laughs> but also the the last couple of storylines with like the the cameraman wanting to have sex with Pam was a bit shit. Yeah, but like I I liked I've the Florida videos. So I liked <laughs> the Florida episodes. They, um, I enjoyed them. I was That's gonna one, say it'll be interesting to see where nine nine goes. But I think uh, uh NBC mate. Uh, yeah, but I think that it's episode good. in the end it does suck as a Seinfeld episode yeah. because it's just so it has no real storyline. No, and, you know, it's basically a clip show at the end. It but, is. Yeah. Um and he said people are always trying to improve the on field product. When has league been better than it is now? Are there any simple improvements? Well two thousand fourteen. It's like any time people, <laughs> like people, old people watching any sports, always it was always better back then. Oh mate, like, talk even to then, like some basketball fan about LeBron if he's like older than thirty, and and exi- that exists. And I think the big difference is that exists on the coverage in the NBA as well, right? It's Shaq and Chuck do that kind of stuff, but it's funny and it's not taken seriously and it's not shaping the the rugby league agenda. Shaq not understanding how petrol tanks work was one of the funniest yeah. things. And that, I've that, ever that's actually, that panel's actually funny because right, whereas we yeah. take it so no, far. No. That, it's on the it's on the magazine shows during the week. It's in the paper. Everyone wants the game to go back to the nineties, and it's not. That's not it. I want the game to go forward, and it's something Adam Silver understands mm. better than anybody in the world. The yep. NBA commissioner, game's got to go forward, and that's why like, he believes he gives vision out. He says there's snacks that lead to meals. He knows all the people are watching. He knows all the data, all that kind of stuff. That's a forward thinking guy. Go read some articles on Adam Silver if you want to learn about a good uh, sports commissioner. Yeah. Um, anyway, next questions. Josh Rubboy forty four says, "Is the whinging of people about the Broncos and Jared Sutton the stupidest of all?" It's a lot of stupid. stupid right up there. No, yeah. but it's like literally a, a witch hunt that's being created by it a is. It's person, been selective it's, statistics. It's ridiculous. Yeah, and I like they're going to lose the Roosters this week anyway. But it's going to be like, oh, see, no, I really, Sut- hope, I Sut- really hope. Sutton was aware, and all of a sudden, oh, they, they lost a game. No, stay woke, kids. Stay woke. Um, Josh Robbo says again, "What is the hottest take of all in the NRL season so far?" 
Oh, mate, there's got to be... Sam Thido should play Origin yeah, from Blocker Roach. 60 to 70 minutes, he should Damian play. Damien Cook should not play Origin from Blocker Roach. Please. On the same episode of the same having, show. Needs a big fella. Too small. As opposed to what big fella that plays. Need a big game. hooker. Yeah. As we've... Like, there's no problem in the world that Blocker Roach was. He doesn't think sold by more front rowers. He'd have Josh Maguire as an, <laughs> mate, uh, the Australian hooker. The budget? Or front rowers. <laughs> well, hey, Glenn, Glenn Lazarus. Yeah. What, uh, Blocker Roach definitely voted for... Yeah, voted, yeah. Yeah. Hey, that's, hey, I played with him. <laughs> Josh Robbo then says, "If you could live any TV house in any TV house, what which one would it be?" Well, okay, wouldn't if be, I, if it wouldn't I was, be the wouldn't be the Huxtable house. I can tell you that. If much. I was sixteen, I would live in the entourage house and live off Vinnie Chase's mm. things. But I'm also not sixteen anymore. What, you wouldn't do that now? Are you no. crazy? What you no, wouldn't, wouldn't live with like just hot chicks streaming in and out of house all the time and unlimited money? Yeah, that sounds terrible. No, I'm not saying that. I just <laughs> I don't need the STDs, mate. <laughs> That's all I don't need. Okay. That's up there. I'm trying to think of another show that would live in over that. It's a pretty good one though. Dale's mm. going back to what? What season of uh, what's that show that uh, Rowan Atkinson's in? Mr. Bean. No, the other one. The <laughs> Blackadder. Other, Blackadder. What season of Blackadder is Dale living in? <laughs> I was going to say Frasier or the Nanny. The Nanny, eh? You reckon the Nanny? Big old house. Oh, that voice. Good uh, noise. What's the name? Fresh Prince. Oh yeah, look, great I mean, house. Which, oh, Uncle Phil is a father figure. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. I'd like to dance. think I'm black. Yeah. Well, I'm going to go that far, but <laughs> yeah. sure. Here we are. Buty Triple Eight. Question for Matthew. Sup? It's not about your hair, actually. It's interesting. No, but he's a good man. Just keeps growing. Why, fun. <laughs> why does baseball have so many dumb unwritten rules? They There's said, so if many they dumb tra- rules. If they were transferred to the league, the Knights would have been obliged to throw at Milford next at bat for kicking that field goal. Up yeah. So explain it, that to it's, me. it's one of those things that like every baseball fan under the age of 30 thinks is stupid. It's, it, it, it is a sport worse than any other sport in terms of all that sort of like uh, gamesmanship and sportsmanship and unwritten rules mm. and all this. So basically, Dale, like... If you hit a home run and you stand there for two seconds to like watch it go over the fence, old people get pissed off about that. Yeah, and, oh, then, you, like, and then the next bat, and then the next batter the gets next, thrown at. Correct, because yeah. like nothing's more mature than throwing a rock at someone at 160 kilometers an hour. I mean, I can think of a f- n- nothing. Yeah. No, I, rather... I, uh, most young people hate the bat, and there's a few players who've actually spoken out about this. Like my favorite player, Bryce Harper, who's said, "Why can't you watch it go?" Just because. Oh, so, oh, you're respect. showing up the pitcher. It's like, yeah, the, who gives a shit? Maybe it's, don't get yeah. hit for a home run. Then. Yeah, you Fuck hit the with. ball 500 yards away. Correct. Like it's fine. But yeah, the, the, uh, the no, point, I completely agree. It's a very fair question. It, it's um, it's similar to, I mean, the baseball. The closest thing that I can think of is like the unwritten rules of cricket, like is, that you yeah. can't throw at the batsman, you can't you can't pull out of a, deli- a, a facing a ball in the delivery stride. Well, it's and like things yeah, like that. it's like getting upset about send offs in cricket. It's like man, just calm down. Like, okay, uh, next question from Butsy again. Hey, I get to, I get to talk about this now. He says Cameron Smith is he a grub? Sorry, is a grub and a cheat? Fact or narrative? I'll go. <laughs> Don't be too long. Full-blown narrative. Yeah. So we'll, we'll address both things you get accused of cheating for. the most. Sorry, things, sorry. Referees, uh, wrestle, so on-field tactics, and salary cap thing kicks me mm-hmm. back. Salary cap thing, people just still don't understand that he never signed a second contract. Straight-up narrative. So they gave out seven second contracts were found. He two won of, that free boat in the club raffle. Two of them were found sorry. signed. The two players who signed second contracts are Billy Slater and Greg Nullis. The other five players didn't sign them. We don't even know if they saw them. So that's false. Did receive renovations to his house. Fact. Yep. But I don't understand why he, for his career, has been painted as somehow being a part of a schema and culpable or not being a whistleblower because he was in a team that cheated the cap. Because there's been five teams in the last 15 years that have cheated the cap and yeah. no one's had it stick to them like cancer has had it stick to him. Yeah. Because he's smart, people think for some reason he's supposed to be a whistleblower. Yeah, like, pretty much. Like put yourself in the shoes of, say, like, say you're Jeff Lemire in the storm that year. 
you get given a second contract, and for some reason, some reason that's supposed to be a trigger for you, rather than you already you you employ someone else to deal with that, who's your agent. You just sign the dotted line. Yeah. Right. For some reason, that's supposed to be a trigger for you. You're expected to go to the NRL with that, mm. and then when you go there, you're supposed to knock on the door and say, "Hey, Dave." You get David Gallup, then you're like, "Hey, Dave." I had to sign a second contract. Is this funny? Mm. And then it comes out that you, Jeff Lima, were responsible for the storm getting done for salary cap cheating. Good luck getting another job in rugby and, league and ever t- again. And two sa- <laughs> two premierships taken away from yeah, you. Yeah, all of those records gone because the club fucked up. And and even if you are given like I know that we paint rugby league players as big dum dums, but like yeah. even if you are given a second contract and your agent's in on it. You just get told this is a contract yeah. extension because um, I've negotiated mate, it for you. Joel Thompson moved clubs this off season without knowing. Yeah. That's how much power player agents have, right? So yeah. that's it. Like and Cam not completely he was part of the team that cap cheated. Fair enough. Yeah. But even if you cut out his record between t- before twenty eleven, pretty impressive record since then, I mm. can't see it. Um so firstly, not a cap cheat. Part of the team that cheated the cap, but nothing to do with him. Just like any other player who's been in a team that cheated the cap the last ten years. Um Refereeing stuff, just get over it. Yeah, come on. That one doesn't mean anything. And then the other thing, the wrestle, it's not his fault the wrestle's in rugby league, mate. It was always coming. And for some reason, the two pioneers, the, not the pioneers, the two drivers of it were the Storm and Manly. For some reason, Manly just escaped scot-free. Because they've been shit for five years. But now. they also won heaps of comps. Yeah. They've well, never got any blame for it. The Storm always got blame for it. And then, name me a great player in any sport who didn't push the boundaries of what is right and wrong in the game. Name me... Well, not- Steve Smith. <laughs> exactly <Shit>. right <laughs> Like Tom Brady You know Name me top level Echelon players Who did not Push the boundary These are competitive people They find the competitive edges To win and, and Wrestling isn't nice It's a contact sport It ain't nice mm-hmm. and, and that's the thing The wrestle At that point And even up until a point now Is not illegal It's no. deemed ruck control And he has invented Some, some pretty terrible things And been part of those But Every, it happens in the game and, that's, it happens. and that is the point it's, it's a man's game that those those things the wrestling thing and the like the, the tackle on the weekend is a poor example but yeah. like up to a point that was legal yeah. you could lift like, a bloke by his yeah. legs and also this guy is 20 kilos giving 20 to 30 kilos to almost every player he tackles now mm. you're not supposed to be able to take advantage of a few smart things a bit of judo and a bit of wrestling no it's stupid so narrative all bullshit narratives fact one of the greatest players of all time fact change the game Bullshit is a cheat. Yeah. Fair question. Okay. There yeah. you go. That was good. Good answer. Yeah. That's probably the most re- most in-depth answer we've done for a while. It is. Um, like, uh, most in-depth that was about rugby league. True, uh, ladies true. Who League, she's asked... Next question. We go. <laughs> in honour of 20 years since Seinfeld, rate your top favourite, five favourite Seinfeld episodes. Well, no. doing top five is hard, but the obvious one is the contest, but that's not number one. Uh the contest is up there for me. If everyone doesn't know what that is, that's on where they wank. Yep. <laughs> uh, I could have a go at this off the top of, off the top um, of my head. The Kenny Rogers chicken one, the chicken roast, whatever it's called, where uh, it's Jerry and Kramer switch houses. I love The Boyfriend. Great episode. Which is the Keith and Anderson. That is the first listening. great episode. The scene where it goes back to Newman recounting the events of the day and it shows him yeah. saying, nice game, pretty boy, in slow motion, gets yeah. me laughing every <laughs> And also time. the thing, he, when he asks you to the airport and everyone's like, oh, it's too soon. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Um, uh, that's up there for me. Bubble Boy's up there for me. Soup Nazi. Um, Dale, you got any? While no, no. I'm, I'm doffing my cap to your knowledge on this one. Okay. Um, oh, I've definitely got more. The Summer of George. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, the Merv Griffin show where Kramer gets a set, <laughs> he gets a set in, in, in his house. 
Great. It's funny because some of these best ones come from the late seasons, but yeah. on average, the late seasons episodes aren't as good as earlier. Um, oh, Chinese restaurant. Chinese restaurant, yeah. yeah. Uh, the Facility Jerry, the, uh, yes. the ass man. Oh, God. Um, too so many. We'll, we'll be here many. all night. We will be Bubble Boy. Can't leave the Bubble Boy out. That's oh, fuck. Level. I thought I said that already, but yes, did, did, No, I didn't. That. I didn't. But yeah. I meant to. I anyway, apologize. Obviously, he was spotting show. raccoons. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, the moops. <laughs> what a joke. More. Uh, one eyed tiger <laughs> underscore says, Ask House back. Yeah. This oh, might yeah. be the legitimate answer this time. Yes. They're back, baby. Uh, LVO5 says, Is Ivan the most ruthless coach in the game? My Fanua was arguably the best center in the game last week, and he's been dropped this week. He's done similar with a few times. Hey, if, if you break that's the part rules. Of a they're trying to cultivate. That's exactly and right. It's working for him. Break the yeah. rules, you. Pay the consequences. And I think that's when you're resetting a culture like he's trying to do, he's doing it exactly the right way. It doesn't yep. matter about talent. If you, if you don't turn up, mm-hmm. you can't it. pat the bad dog. Forever Dudes asks, what's the spiciest take you've got about the sudden rep retirement of Ken Smith? <sighs> How many spicy takes I don't think? Apart no. from the, oh, does, is Damien Cook should be the next Australian hooker? Yeah. A spicy take? It, it surprised takes. me. That's about it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Brett O'Shank if Camera Blue this is a good question yeah. if Camera Blue would the Wales have been on level peaking with Queensland or would they still needed Cam and either Cronk or Thurston they would have they would have won they would have won a few series they were, yeah. there's, there's obviously the, the biggest part of that is Queensland losing Cam as well yeah. correct uh, although Matt Ballam was a pretty good player in his day I would say the two most influential rep players of the of the last 20 years have been Darren Lockyer and Cameron Smith I mean it's not a hot take they're also the two oh, who played the most games Matt, yeah it's interesting, though, because yeah. Matt Ballin was a good player, obviously, but he's no yeah. Cam Smith. Yeah. And I think that scenario, the loss of Cam Smith to Queensland would actually hurt them more than the gaining of Cam Smith. Because well. they had Robbie Farrah for most of that time. They did. Robbie well, Farrah was pretty good. You know what would be funny is that Cam Smith was thrown... So what, in a different world, he was thrown into the ref arena and seen as a star because Queensland had no option. Mate, really under, a small player playing in a non-Sydney team, he would have had yeah. to get... So it would have been a would long... Would he even got a run of the Blues? It would have taken long. a that long time. That was going to be my next point. Robbie Farah being a flashier player would have got him a run before him as well because that's how the Blues have always done it. He might like he wouldn't be the player he is now if he was a Blue. He wouldn't have got that. He yeah, wouldn't have gone to the Aussie fair. team. Wouldn't have been gone through the same system. But um, it certainly would have. They would have won more series if you just go straight away. Kansas went into the Blues from A team. Yep, they'd have won more, more mm-hmm. series. Yeah, point that you make. He, a he wouldn't have been picked. B if he <laughs> was picked, he would have been picked either off the bench or in the halves. <laughs> oh mate. If they had Farrow and Smith at the same time and they had their halves issues, they might have played one of them at seven. Yeah, sure. Uh, Mario Sieg underscore. Do you think, given the appropriate circumstances, hey, Ivan would drop his own son for discipline? Yes, yes definitely. Wouldn't that be funny? Yes. I mean, you went out last night. Yeah, he's not And really I've a- got the receipts, boy. <laughs> yeah, your mother told me. <laughs> came through on a credit card. You didn't you clean up your room. You used her Uber. <laughs> Nathan Cleary has been stood down for first grade this week for not making his bed. Yeah. Moretti is back. He says, is Dale calling fake news on the defeat to the Bunnies? No, no. They were better than us. There you go. Easy as. Thank you for that. Uh, Mary's back. Next. She says, if you could pick any current player to come and join you on the podcast, who would you pick and why? I would take uh, Joey Lailua or Nathan Peets. Connie Hurrell. Yeah, Connie Hurrell. I mean, Pete can stick to tweeting. <laughs> <laughs> Fair deal. I want some Connie Hurrell weird stories, which are great. when he uh, Or... Um, does Johnny Two of Us account? He's he's yeah. only a Reggie though. He, he counts. He's the current player. Yep, he's in. You got any uh, any Vanguard? Almost got you down. New Brown. I don't <laughs> know how we get I, here. I just asked him one question repeatedly, which was, "Why did you read something <laughs> on the internet?" <laughs> what we do? What we'll get? We we'll get him in a room. We we'll put a phone charger down and a, and a, and a microphone. <laughs> no, and a microphone down. And go. Which one? Yeah, no. Why did you think this was a good idea? I just <laughs> asked him that. Uh, um, 
I would invite on Matt Moylan because Yuck. Mitch is in the room and it would be funny. But he doesn't. He's too. He's too old to know how what a podcast is. Yeah, that's true. He's, not a, he's not a young man. He says I'm sure we'll cover, it, but he still says how much does Smith's retirement change things for Queensland and can New South Wales actually take advantage and start to dominate? Yep. Yeah. Well, it changes everything for him because everything's the whole system been built coming from him for years, and also he runs the attack pretty much. It's just going to be different. Billy might be overplaying his hand in Origin now too. Hunt doesn't like running the show. Like it's a whole different kind of thing now. And Cam Smith months hasn't played without Smith. It's huge. Uh, Blues though will not take advantage of it because they've never taken advantage of having the far better team. They never yeah. have in the history of Origin. They've had the better team for the majority of the series, and they haven't taken advantage of it. Yeah, quite, how is that I mean, remotely true? Well, the last ten years we've had the better, but Origin been around for longer than that. I uh, don't know about that. Yeah. No or, origin, was built, origin was built for like Queensland. Queen, Queensland will fight every few years they'll win a series of a shit team as anyone should in Origin also it helps that the players for the Blues whilst could be a better team there is not a certain set of all time greats on the other side there's mm. not Thurston's and Cronk's and Lockyer's and uh, Smith's how dare you speak about Aaron Woods like yeah. that <laughs> Franken has got 97 oh how about this no, what's funny though is that oh. this without Mitch Pearce he's injured this was the perfect opportunity for him if you're Mitch Pearce you're going to finally play a series without Smith Cronk and JT, and he's injured. So, game three, <laughs> Pierce gets a run. He could have fallen into an Origin Series win. Uh, Frankie asks, what will it take to dr- for Nightingale to be formally recognised as Dragons West players and for him, him to be dropped? Don't know. Another performance like that. He, done a few. I think, he's, I think he'll be on the chopping block. I, I, I don't know. I think he's so ingrained. If you keep winning games, though, Dale, it's That's not going to come back and bite you until you get to a big semi. So, what would you say change it for Nathan Merritt at South? <laughs> It was the back of the origin didn't help. Well, right? the origin the year was before. the year before, before but, yeah. from then on, it but yes, it was I a mean, long stretch. It was out. Co- yeah, it, it was sort of like the first third of the season. He wasn't as prolific as he had been in the past. I think um, it took him a few, it took him a couple of weeks to really get going, and he was uncharacteristically shaky in defence, both in terms of kick defence and line defence. And Maguire made a tough call that ended up being the right one. But it is a very similar situation. How many games had Merritt played? Uh, off the top of my head, I think before he got dropped for Alex Johnston, he would have probably played five or six because... Oh, I mean in his career, 200? Oh, uh, yeah, two, two, two something for sure. Hmm. Um, it's probably about 220 for Souths and he had a season with Cronulla. Yeah, we look it up. Yeah, but, yeah. Two, two, 218 for Souths and 19 for Cronulla. Yeah. It's, like, it's hard when they're an, a player you've been loyal to for a long time on the way out and the team's winning with him playing badly. It's gonna, I don't know. I think it'd take a while for him to get out. Yeah. Um, and then also Frankie asked, question for Matthew Bungard, how good does this week feel? Who asked that, sorry? Frankie. Frankie. Oh, thanks, Frankie. It's a good question. Um, Yeah, great weekend. Uh, yeah, uh, it's just nice to be able to enjoy rugby league again. Okay, Just Davies 90s. What will Nissel Wells... What ways will Nissel Wells find to lose the Queensland series to Queensland? Despite Inept selections. That's really been their problem yeah. for a lot of these years, and yeah. they'll find... A, they well, could definitely find well, a way Queensland to Queensland has no goal kicker or anything, but they'll just find a way. They will. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Butsy back. Given the NBA season just officially started, <laughs> Jordan versus LeBron, go. Um... Well, firstly, as, as a millennial who barely watched Jordan live, I'm clearly biased and a Cavs Same. fan. I pick LeBron. Well, I'm not a Cavs fan, but I am all those other things. And I, I would also pick LeBron. But it, we're going by rings. So the the true goat is Bill Russell. Yes. <laughs> I take Larry Bird and get a Larry Bird today. That one's always a funny one where the rings only comes up. Yeah, and then they, you if you mention Robert Horry or Bill Russell, they just stop talking. Yeah. Mm. Idiots. There's many things in both their favour. I have not got the energy for the argument. I don't either. You can find it everywhere on the internet. It doesn't matter though, LeBron. because like, uh, uh, I think it was Kevin Pelton for ESPN wrote a really well-researched sort of article the other day breaking down both of their respective values. In he each of the, it was, titled that metric wrong though. 
I hate that he called it championships added and he had Jordan having added less championships than he did. Okay. He should have said like, it should have been like a contention thing. Yeah, he should have changed the name because, but it didn't matter because he wrote this really long, really well researched thing and then all the comments were just 35 year old dudes. Been like, Jordan was the goat because he never got cramps. People played defense then. He yeah. played defense. I mean, it, it's, it's a stupid argument. I don't want to ever have it because Please. one side of that argument is just so drenched in nostalgia. And there's going to be a player in 20 years better than LeBron. Oh, for sure. Yeah. That's, That's just how this works. And like, yeah. even back when Jordan was finishing You can say up that his Jordan career. was the greatest player comparatively to everyone else that was playing at the time I, th- yeah. I, I think that's yeah. fine I, I don't think anyone is un- like I don't think anyone thinks that if Don Bradman was dropped into today and had to face like Mitchell Johnson that he would be as successful as he was in the 19 I, th- I think he might be because compared cricket, also, cricket's yeah. become so advanced to the, advanced yeah. to the batsman he, I think he's an outlier but compared to everyone else yeah. of that era he is head yes. and shoulders above yeah. the rest and I think and, that's the same thing and the point that so you from making, that point maybe Jordan is the GOAT but people go oh Jordan in his prime would beat LeBron he's like no he wouldn't he's smaller much smaller and much less physical get yeah. out of here and, and the, the, as you were saying the whole Bradman thing like people back in Jordan's day would have been having the same discussion about you know players like Kareem Jordan and Magic Johnson Magic Johnson yes Back to Will exactly. Chamberlain, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. It will go on forever. I think there was That's a time where he was though. Jordan was the undisputed goat because he just came on the scene and kind of made NBA bigger than it ever been, and, yeah. and the runs he went on. You know, oh, kind there's of stuff, no disputing yeah. that he's probably the most influential athlete ever. Yeah, mm. but uh, I don't know. And Tim he's LeBron. sure as hell the richest. So, uh, Corey Goats asks, "Who is the most hated player of your team of all time? Doesn't have to be the worst player. Someone you hated seeing in your team's colours." Shannon Hegarty. Well, mine are, you knew everyone knows Lachlan Maranta or Stuart Kelly. Way back, Duh. Really not a big fan of me train. Uh, yeah, that but that is a bit of recency shot. bias. You were actually on an island. Me, you, a few others on an island when you didn't let me frame. Remember, like three years ago, everyone thought he was great. The yeah. Draft Origin hype happened. That was a thing that I, was, I don't like these, these words. Just saying, you were on an island, the knowing he wasn't good, it was great. Yeah. Compare him to Damien <sighs> Cook, by the way. Damien Cook knows when to run every time. Mitch Rain knows to run. Yeah, every, every, he's like, oh, I'm running. We had a half break, I'm running. He's like, oh, the half break wants the ball. And lucky, so do I. Okay, God, we can't do this one now. But Brian Black 74 so asks, East Coast versus West Coast rap. Mate, look, we'd be here all day. No, Mitch, We're not do, do your own podcast. Yeah. Rap. Uh, Marcus Evans, 94. Thoughts on Socceroo squad name for the World Cup? Uh, Could have been worse, but I failed Jamie to see McLaren, how. free him. But apart from that, and James Trucy. Uh, Jam- James Trucy over Jamie McLaren is a joke. Old mate Burt is clearly just Lambertus. Doing nothing. Yes. Lambertus. Ante Milicic picked this team and fuck him. Yep. They didn't change anything. Can't wait till we won the 2019 They legitimately Cup did again. not change anything. Yeah. But hey, there's a petrol station with Tim Cahill's face on it. So, yeah. so much pre- so much pressure to get Ange out. We just picked the same bloody team. Yeah. yeah. Makes really. sense. Uh, Warwick, Ahern. Warwick, Ahern. I don't know how to say it. Warwick, Warwick, Warwick. Who are your choices of the following Queensland openings? Hooker, captain, and halves combo. Captain is Greg Inglis. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hooker is Andrew, Andrew McCulloch. McCulloch. Yep. And halves will be Hunt and Munster, I believe. Yep. Don't have a problem with that. And there's a large problem in that team that there's no goal kicker there. And Paul Green is going to probably, probably hurt Ethan Lowe. They didn't know early. If they knew early in the season, if he played 60 minutes, he might, he might actually start for Queensland and kick goals. I'd be tempted to... Wait, can they pick Milford? Well, they, they won't, but... I'd, be t- I'd pick Hunt and Milford, but that's just me. Yeah. Mm. I think with Ken Smith going out, I don't think you need to pick Munster anymore. That's that was my thoughts exactly. Yeah, I would. I might be. I'm so, as well, I, the point that you're making about goal kickers. I'm trying to cycle through my head who kicks the goals. It's all part-time kickers. So Val Holmes, the backup kicker. Yeah, Greg English. Gi kick. kicked a few, a couple of few years you ago. You don't want that. Yep. No, uh, Gagai's kicked a couple. You know, this is it. Hunt's kicked a bit. 
Mm. Uh, Cohen Hess kicked the beard in juniors. Like these are all. Like, That's the, what I want. They're all part time. Let's kickers. do that. So I think, I think Val Holmes has the inside running on that wing spot now purely because he's probably the best goal kicker they've got left. Yep. Surely Milford could play six and kick well, goals. Well, that, that, that's the other easy solution. But no, yeah. but mate, the, the Kalen Ponga hype train is coming. Okay. Oh, that's why my prediction was Kalen Ponga wing, Kalen Ponga goal kicking, whatever, Kalen Ponga captain. Kalen Ponga <laughs> somehow <laughs> gets Daly M points for origin. Yeah, that's it. Cool, let's do it. That's it. But yeah, um, Kalen Ponga, that same half pairing GI captain. And I hope GI's Australian captain. He won't be, but that's the right choice to me. Mm. And he, his last question, and it's our last question, Ooh. he's asked us, who wins the Blues hooking role? Ah, mate, please. Uh, it'll be Cook to start, and then when he gets crocked, McInnes. I'll stab you. No, um, false. It's a hard choice. It's if not. there was more subs like there was five years ago, I would just easily go straight away McInnes start, Cook off the bench. Yeah. But it depends on the on the team I pick and how I want to play, but I'm going to go Cook. Your forwards are going to be on top. Damien Cook is the master when the forwards are on Robbie top. Robbie Farrell. But it's, it's more, do I want... Cook controlling the team out of dummy half or do I want McKinnis steering the pack around and giving the ball to my halfback Nathan Cleary quickly mm. but I think Cook can still do that he well can. he can he's been doing that well as well this year but I, I, I'm still going Cook but I'm just I, I don't think either is a bad choice it's um, yeah it's, it's, it's not but they, I just think Cook has an extra level to his game that McKinnis doesn't have in I terms of that. running the ball it's and a shame there's no city country this year could have been an old-fashioned <laughs> playoff. Could have been a playoff. Okay. Actually, the one last question came from Mark and Zev. I don't know if one's from City or Country, by the way. I have no idea. No, well, they'll just change it. That's true. It. But I'm assuming Cook is City. In it. Oh, actually, he's Country Cook as well. Cook is, yeah. McInnes uh, is City, I'm fairly sure. Campo um, wrote this up Marcus earlier. Evans said, you'd probably have this covered, but it does seem strange for Smith to retire a few weeks before Origin. And is that why Kevy quit the Broncos knowing this was happening? No, Kevy did... Kevy had disagreements, okay? So I'm saying, keep going. He didn't quit the Broncos amicably. And then the other one, what do you reckon? Well, we already spoke about this, really. Smith kind oh, of I, feel, felt the yeah, age coming. Yeah, I feel like it, this was the He's best thing for him. He's going out on top. Father time is undefeated. I thought I mm. thought before this year, you oldest said Cam Smith's going to play Origin of 36, 37. Yeah. Yes. But, but, but as you say, like if, you, if, if he played this week and is in his recovery and gone, I can't do this again. Yeah. He's achieved everything he can at yeah. that level, really. What's a couple more Origin series compared to playing 400 games? Yeah. You know? Cool. Anyway, that's all the questions. Uh, just before we go, I just want to give a shout out. Uh, magic weekend this weekend in New South Wales Cup. So if you've there got you go. time, get down to Henson Park on Saturday and North Sydney Oval on Actually, Sunday. I, I want as well, to, but I South's playing at five thirty. So. Mm. Probably should mention early too. But uh, iTunes reviews. We haven't asked for those in like eighteen give months. It, give us some iTunes reviews. Yeah, yeah. just do it. You've got this. Th- if but you've got only if five stars. And also, just send us money. I mean, at this point, from us to chocolate the bus, just me, send us money. Me yeah. sick. Money me. Yeah. Money me, money me wanting yeah. a lot now. We'll put your name on us. We'll just call you the sponsor of the podcast. Yeah. But yeah, uh, but yeah please, iTunes reviews. Why not? Hit us up. Nice They're good. Ages. Tell your friends to listen. Or don't. No, I do. Sorry, do. Please Tell do some that. of your friends to listen. Yeah. If they, if they don't like Broncos or South, they probably won't like the podcast. <laughs> That's not true. Because <laughs> like, whenever one of our joking. teams loses, the, the, the schadenfreude goes through the roof. Oh, shit, yeah. Alrighty. I think that's about where we should leave it. Thank yeah. you, gentlemen, for another week. See goodbye. Yeah. Goodbye from me. Raising hell, raise up. Raising hell.
hell with the flavor. Terrorize the jam like troops in Pakistan. Swinging through your town like your neighborhood Spider-Man. So all tick-tock and keep ticking. Well, I get you flipping off the shit I'm kicking. The Lone Ranger, co-ed, danger. Deep in the dark with the art to rip the charts apart. The vandal, too hot to handle your battle. You're saying goodbye like Devin Campbell. Roughneck, Inspector Dex on the set. The rebel, I make more noise than heavy metal. The way I make the crowd go wild. Sit back, relax, won't smile. Ray got it going on, pal. Call me the rap assassinator. Rhymes rugged and built like Schwarzenegger. And I'ma get mad deep like a threat. Blow up your project, then take all your assets. Cause I came to shake the frame in half with the thoughts that bomb. Shit like math. So if you wanna try to flip, yo, flip on the next man. Cause I'll grab the clip and picture with 16 shots and more I got. Going to war with the melting block. Ah. It's the method man for short, Mr. Map. Move it on your left. Ah. And set it off, get it off, let it off like a gat. I wanna break food, cop me back. Small change, they putting shame in the game. I take game and blow that nigga out the frame. And like fame, my style live forever. It's crossing over like they don't know no better. But I do. True, can I get a suit? Enough respect due to the one six ooh. I mean, oh, yo, check out the flow like the Hudson or PCP. When I'm dusting, it's off because I'm hot like sauce. The smoke from the lyrical butt make me uh, Oh, grab my nut, get screwed. Ow. Here comes my Shaolin style. Truth be able be why you do my crew with the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, baby, baby, come on. Baby, come on, baby, baby, come on. Yo, you best to check your neck. First things first, man, you f with the worst. I'll be sticking pins in your head like a f nurse. I'll attack any n slack in this mat. Come fully packed with the fat bucket stack. Same on you when you step through too. The old dirty bastard, straight from the Brooklyn Zoo. And I'll be damned if I let any man come to my center. You enter the winter, straight up and down that shit. Damn, you can't slam. Don't let me get fooled on the man. The old dirty bastard is dirty and sticking. They saw unique rolling with the night of the creeps. Be rolling with the stars. Ain't saying gas. Bite my style. I bite your motherfucking Out loud, my style is wild. So book me. Not long is how long that this rock took me. Ejected styles from my lethal weapon. My pen that rocks from here to Oregon. Here's more again. Catch it like a psycho flashback. I love gats. Rap was a gun. You wouldn't bust back. I go with all types of shapes and sounds. And where I lounge, my stomping grounds. I give an order to my peeps across the water to go and snatch up props all around the border and get far like a shooting star. Pursue our all is never on the life of Pablo Escobar. Point blank as I kick the square bits. There it is, a fuck pros and there it goes. Yo, chill with the feedback block. We don't need that. It's 10 o'clock, ho. Where the f just see that? Feeling mad hostile. Ran out postal. No one like Christ when I speak the gospel. Stroll with the holy roll. Then attack the globe with the buckets. Style the ruckus. Ten times ten men committing mad sin. Turn the other cheek and I'll break your f chin. Slain boom bangs like African drugs. Coming around the mountain when I come. Crazy flamboyant for the rap enjoyment. My clan increased like black unemployment. Yeah, another one dare. Took a genius. Take us the f for these coke killer labels So ain't had hits since I seen Aunt Mabel Be doing all the sin like Kane did Abel Now they money's getting stuck to the glum under the table That's what you get when you misuse what I invent Your empire falls and you lose every cent But trying to blow up a scrub Now that thought is just as white as a 20 watt light bulb Should've pumped it when I rocked it It's so stingy they got short arms and deep pockets This goes on in some companies with majors They're scared to death the pump these First of all, who's your A&R? A mountain climber who plays 
Legs and electric guitar But he don't know the meaning of dope When he's looking for a super tie rap That's cleaner than a bar soap And I'm the dirtiest thing in sight Matter of fact, bring out the girls And let's have a mud fight The best protect your neck 